15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope, it's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, give it thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. on the scene of what can only be described as pure destruction. Just mere hours ago, PZ issued a formal warning. Globally, he promised a takeover that would shock the world, and he delivered. A strange laser was shot onto Earth, which destroyed everything in its path. Buildings have collapsed everywhere, vehicles blowing up around every corner, people running, literally, for their lives. I don't know if anything can stop this massive, chaotic scene caused by one man, on a warpath that appears at this point unstoppable. One can only hope we see an immediate end. If I were you folks, I'd drop everything you're doing. Grab your loved ones and run as far and as fast as you can. This is Michael James Green signing off. the Two B Blood Podcast. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. I am your host PZ. I'm here with my co-host Frank Knox. Frank, how's it going, man? Everything's going great, man. Ate an edible earlier today. Feeling real high. Wait, you had an edible? Oh yeah. You didn't even invite your boy for no edibles. I had one, you know, on on break, and now I'm feeling good. Damn, bro, you had an edible and you didn't even invite your boy. I thought that we were cool, Frank. I'll bring you one next time. Damn. Well, we got a lot to cover today. We're going to have, uh, we got the big AW on TNT announcement we're going to have to go over. We have big Raw SmackDown news today, you know. We got a special in-house studio in this, you know, in get, oh my God, listen to me. In-house, in-studio guest today. He's here. He's you here. Know? He's in, the, he's in so, the flesh. And we'll be, we'll be talking more about that and who it is uh, in a little bit. If you haven't paid attention to our Facebook, then, you know, you'll get the surprise. But uh, before we get started... I don't want to get too far before we do, you know, what I like to do, and that's get my mind right before we get this shit started, Frank. I agree. Let's intensify this edible a little bit and light that blunt. Let's light the blunt, the ceremonial lighting the blunt. My favorite part of the podcast, bro. One of mine, one of mine. So then, Frank, let's get this shit started. Do what you do, Peasy. So I ask you, Frank, are you ready? I'm ready. I said... Are you ready? I'm ready. Then, for the three of us in this podcast studio and the hundreds listening at home, let's get ready to smoke it. 
And if you ain't down with that, I got two words for ya. Smoke it! <laughs> yes, yeah, sir. We lighten the blood. We break it down and smoke it up here it on the Two B Blunt Podcast. Right. Break it down and back it up, baby. That's what we do. So, Peasy, what what are we smoking today? Oh man, I had like the blood. Yo, this shit's fire. So, smells. Amazing. I know. Well, of course it is, you know. So the strain of the week this week is gelato. Shout out to the weed man. Shout out to the weed man. You already know we got gelato. Uh, gelato is a hybrid strain from Cookie Farm Genetics. Uh, the parents are Sunset Sherbert and Thin Mint Girl Scout cookies. Sounds delicious. Man, it is delicious. Let me tell you. Yeah, I can't wait to take a hit of that. Yo, they call this a THC powerhouse, bro. A powerhouse. I've also think they've called this Larry Bird too. No, right? that's right. That's right. You know, and I've never heard that before until I was doing my research on the strain. Shout out to Larry Bird, the legend. The, the legend, Larry Bird. You know, and uh, shit, man. You know, how was uh, how was your weekend, bro? My weekend, bro. I think was uh, like everybody else is hot, hot, heat wave. Man, heat wave. That's right. We're not talking ECW. No, no. This we're is, talking. It was literally a fucking heat wave out here. We're talking degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> Dude, what was it, 115, 120 they were talking? Sweating my goddamn balls off? I sweated all day Saturday, stayed in the house on Sunday. I, was, I had enough. I had to get out. I went and saw a movie. Because oh. that was the coolest place I could imagine it being. I What's went to the movie movies thing? too, man. Oh, nice. What'd you see? I saw Stuber with Batista. Oh, wow. This is kind of fitting for the podcast. Is it? Yeah. Because you saw Stuber with Batista. Bruh, that movie was fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, I got to check it out. I saw Toy Story 4. What the fuck? Bro, I had to relive my childhood. You know, it came out when I was eight years old, the original, and I've seen all the others. So I was like, fuck it. I might as well see the newest one. Toy Story 4. Well, I got to tell you, Stuber, bro, was fucking hilarious. You got to go see this movie. And I recommend everybody else on the podcast, you know, who's listening. You got to, I swear to God, I laughed from beginning to end, from when the movie started to when the movie fucking finished. My <laughs> belly laughing, bro. Man, that's some. I was so high. That's some high grade. So did you do anything else besides just go to the movies or? Nah, I mean, that was, it was too fucking hot to do anything, bro. I smoked a bunch of weed. That's what I did. You know? Smoked a lot of weed. Smoked a lot of weed. I didn't, I didn't really do shit, you know, to be honest with you. Uh, but, you know, otherwise, I thought it was a pretty solid weekend, you it was know? It a quiet weekend in wrestling, so it was nice to catch up on some non-wrestling TV shows. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, dude. Wave, yeah. Absolutely. What are you watching? I just finished Jessica Jones and in, in Oh, me too, yeah, bro. I yeah. finished it too this weekend. Yeah, I just finished Dude, it. Dude, best season they've had yeah, yet. Yeah, it was great. It was best great. fucking season. I love the dynamic with Trish, you know. It was it was really it was really, really good. It was. And it's sad that it's canceled now. I mean they give us our best season to date and now it's off. I know. It's fucked up. But I guess they're going to be moving them to the Disney Plus channel, maybe, I hear. The subscription service they're going to be putting out. Oh, all right. That makes sense. Or I heard maybe Hulu will, Hulu will pick them up. I don't know. This is things I've heard right now. I sure hope someone picks it up. I think Jessica Disney Jones, like owns, owns Hulu, right? Yeah, Disney owns everything, but they own, no shit. They own at Hulu. They own. Yeah. Do they own Marvel? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They own Marvel. So there you go. You know? But uh, yeah, man. I mean, so what did you catch up on? I did the Jessica same shit. Jones, Jessica bro. Jones. I finished it, bro. Who would have thought we both were, you know, home and we didn't even talk about it? We went it. to the movies. We went to the. 
Uh, we, we watched some you know, Netflix. We smoked weed. <laughs> we watched the same show on Netflix, and we went to the movies. I, I guess it's safe to say, you know, we are friends. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you know, let's get into it. You know, I got a whole bunch of weed news. In fact, I got breaking fucking weed news, Frank. Let me hear it. Breaking news. Breaking news. This is exclusive. Fuck Don Kincaid. You know, this is the exclusive shit right here. All right. They just proposed a new bill to legalize and tax cannabis while also providing opportunities to people convicted of federal pot crimes to clear their records and what they called the more act, which is marijuana opportunity reinvestment and expungent just wow. like our weed pungent. Um, you know, so is this federally? Yes. This was introduced Tuesday by two high profile democratic leaders and what they described as one of the most comprehensive cannabis law bills ever introduced to us Congress. More green means more green, peasy. That's right. We got a U.S. Rep. Gerald Nadler of New York and Senator Kamala Harris of California, who's also running for president, uh, introduced the act to Congress. He's got my vote. Yeah, absolutely. I know, right? <laughs> already, I already know who I'm voting for, you know? And the bill would decriminalize cannabis at the federal level and allow prior offenders to request expungent. It would also authorize the assessment of 5% sales tax to create the Opportunity Trust Fund, which is going to fund, like, uh, you know, low-income and, like, veterans and shit like that. We need something like that. We would be the perfect perfect thing to fund it. I know. And this is the first time ever that uh, Amer- in American history that a chairman of the Judiciary... Ju- but I can't even talk today, Judiciary. Frank. Thank you. Judiciary yeah. Committee introduced a bill to end federal mar- marijuana decriminalization. I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, how far this thing goes. I hope it goes through. Can you imagine if weed was legalized all over? And then they let out like two million potheads out of prison. So you oh, got man. weed legal, and now you got two million potheads again out of prison. And plus Damn, all our, the potheads out in normal society. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of motherfuckers smoking weed. I know. And, and I, I can't can be, wait. Instead of having to hide in our in this podcast studio, smoke on our blunts, I can walk down the goddamn street. Instead <laughs> of Facebook shutting down my ad account because I'm promoting <laughs> marijuana, I can tell them to That's go fuck right. themselves. Fuck the Facebook. Yeah. Can you believe that shit? Facebook banned us. Yeah, banned me for promoting weed. Can you believe it? This is the society we live in, you know? Speaking of banning weed, you know what the fuck else happened in California? No, I don't. Bro. I was reading that <coughs> the sheriff uh, department in Mendocino County in California destroyed 42,000 marijuana pot plants. What the fuck? That's a whole lot of weed, man. Yeah, because they call these things, these places illegal farms, right? And uh, they serve 28 search warrants to cannabis farms without a permit along the Eel River in Northern Cali. In Northern Cali. And it was like 42,000 because these guys are growing some weed, bro. Imagine how much weed that was. So what they, do you think? How much? 42,000. I don't know, bro. I'd say, what, at least 42,000 pounds. You figure right? at least four ounces of plant. Four ounces. I'd say more. These guys are pros, man. These guys are California. pros. I know. When was the last time you burned down a puppy field? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is true. This is true. And, you know, they, they, they tried to, like, mask it by saying that the farms... Uh, we're harming the environment by polluting the water, trash pesticides, Yeah, you know what's harming the fuel. environment? Starting a fire with 42,000 marijuana plants, letting the smoke go out in the air and instead of someone's lungs. I know. What a waste. What a waste. What a waste. What a waste. A good weed. This is why we need that federal bill done. That's why you I voted for that guy, whatever his name is. Jared Nadler. Yeah, Ger- Gerald Nadler. You got my you know? vote, buddy. That's right. That's not the one running for president, though. Oh, all right. Uh, Kamala. Kamala. Not to be confused with the original Kamala, WWE. You know, former superstar, legend, legend Kamala. Yeah. This one knows what she's doing. Ha <laughs> ha! 
And, uh, you know, lastly, <laughs> oh, shit, man. This shit's getting crazy in here. Uh, scientists unlock the secrets of, of muscle pain relief through marijuana, bro. I mean, it's about time. Everyone's been pushing for that. I mean, we all know we that. All know it had, we know. all know it had the capabilities, yeah. right? So all I'm saying is they finally were able to uncover how marijuana plants produce painkilling molecules that are like 30 times stronger than, you know, aspirin. Josh Gordon's been saying that for years. And look, he spent his whole career banned from the NFL. That's true. And uh, those pain relieving molecules in cannabis, then they're called like canflavin A and B or some shit like that. And they cut down on pain by fighting off inflammation, but they're not psychoactive. So you don't get high. It's just for pain relief. You know what I mean? Pass that shit over, man. I'm fucking lit already. I'm lit too, yeah. Uh, but these, so, yeah, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, they should be moving towards getting these athletes to use cannabis for pain relief rather than big pharma addictive drugs that are opioids. I agree. I agree. And this findings could actually put up a fight against the opioid epidemic we're currently you know, experiencing in America. It's been, what, 10, 15 years. I mean, they have yeah. to do something. Cannabis is the way. It seems to be the gate. Yeah. And this is the first time they've ever actually mined the genome of a cannabis strain. It's pretty wild, bro. And, you know, even though one writer says you'd have to consume Cheech and Chong levels of it to work effectively, which I thought was funny, you know, which is no problem for me yeah, and you. No, yeah, but you could just put it in one brownie. You could uh, dose that, put 250 milligrams in one little chocolate. And instead this of popping true. pills, you're popping peanut butter cups. Yo, and how sick would that be? Great. Who would want to pop a pill if you could pop a peanut butter cup? Not me. I you hate know? popping pills. I am not a pill-popping animal. I prefer smoking these blunts. I agree. You know, but Frank, take this shit from me. I mean, I thought it was pretty fucking sick, but that they're going to be doing that shit. So they're actually going to be able to replicate the process, you know, to create like a mass, you know, versions of these molecules since they're like, you know, so little uh, bit is made inside like a single plant. They'd have to actually make a whole bunch. And the only way to do that is to either grow a bunch of weed or do some biological shit. So they're going to morph. Yeah, it's morphin' time. time. It's morphin' time. The fucking go-go Power Rangers, yo. The Power Weed Rangers. Shout out to the Red Red Ranger. You know? And I just thought that was some fucking uh, sick-ass shit, bro. Those are some fucking crazy-ass shit. You know, weed might be legalized federally, you know, before you know it. It's not going to change anything we do, but hey. I know. Can't wait, though. You know? I know. Well, we got the big show today, bro. We got a big show. Well, we got a big guest. You just you know? smoked the blunt Big us, guest, general know? manager, and... Heel shit design and apparel owner Alex Rojas is going to be joining us in studio after this break. And it's going to be huge. I'll give him the official intro, you know, and we're going to talk about, you know, the man who is Alex Rojas. And if you want to call in for the segment, if you want to ask Alex a question, the phone number 860-384-7110. This is the 2B Blunt Podcast. Wait, let me get another one of them drinks. Bring some of them Jolly Ranchers, too. <laughs> but that's his herb. We love to lean over here, draft picks. Yeah, man, look at this motherfucking jersey they gave me and shit. Number one. Yeah, overall pick 2006, man. What are they gonna say now? They ain't gonna say shit. Hey, to shut up. Yeah, yeah, you already know. Let me grab a tip for this dude right here. Damn, put up a big bill, kid. 
Yeah. Yo, what this motherfucker over there trying to look at us? What motherfucker? That motherfucker, that stupid ass looking motherfucker. That, that stupid ass motherfucker right yeah, here? Yeah, that stupid ugly ass motherfucker. Yo, why you looking at us like that, man? Motherfucker, we should go fuck that bitch ass up. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, look at this fucking dude. He's fucking like six foot five, like 120 pounds and shit. Break him in half. Motherfucker looks like Bill Nye the motherfucking science guy. Man, what? Is that some fake ass girl in his mouth, too? Yeah, nothing but gold, maybe ten for at least. <laughs> yo, this dude's front, yo. Yo, I done fucked your wife. She ain't nothing special. Yeah, yeah. you look at us now, huh, bitch? Real that motherfucker. Hold on one second. Yeah, man. Guys, now. Let's take that motherfucker out, bitch. Damn, where my drink at? This is the privileged TJ Howard III. You're listening to the 2B1 Podcast with Jesus. 2B Blood Podcast, we are back in studio. I have a very special guest, you know. He is the man, the GMIC, the owner of Heel Shit Design and Apparel, the crutch of New England as far as wrestling goes, as far as I'm concerned. He is representing Test of Straight Wrestling, <laughs> Bell Time Club, Hill right. Shit Design. Okay. When it comes to independent wrestling in New England, he is the best in the world. Helix Rojas. That's right. That's how you know that's a test of strength trained athlete wow. right there. That's he, a great introduction. Well, he does it for the people in the cheap seats. You know that's I mean? right, baby. We got <laughs> Alex Rojas live at fucking studio here. Yo, I am, I'm honored and, and privileged. Like, man. Like a Mr. Uh, TJ Howell. It's nice <laughs> to have you here, man. No, thank you for inviting no. me, fellas. I feel like it's a long time. You know, I can't believe I had to wait till episode five, you know. I should have been here day one, but, uh, you know. You know how that goes. Life You're happens. here now. Yeah, That's I mean, right. I'm going to make the best of it. I might not leave. This chair kind of comfortable, piece. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'll live, take it. I'll you, take it. You leave. You live in lavish. That's right. <laughs> I'm living privileged. You know, some might say. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I say? I'm a baller. That's right. You know. A boss. A boss. A boss. A boss. Much like this man to my right. Mr. Alex Rojas. And if you want to call <laughs> He's in. He's got a lot of stuff going that's on. That's right. You know? If you want to call in, 860-384-7110. We are live. And uh, this is the 2B Blunt podcast, baby. Call up. Yeah, honestly, real quick. I just want to give a shout out to TJ Howell the second man. This man is so generous and, and so hospitable. Uh, the GM caught a flat on the way here. Come on. Yeah, he had he had two guys just bring me an Aston Martin, man. That's why I pulled up in the Aston Martin. Out front, so. <laughs> You know, that that's just, it's crazy. You just got a spare Aston Martin lying around. Just don't worry about it. They'll take care of the tire to bring it back. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's sick, bro. Yeah, yo, so this is great. This is great. It's like having my own personal AAA, you know? <laughs> yeah, you made, you made a lot of claims uh, the other week when you called in. Oh, uh, talking about how you've been working with uh, TJ Howell II yeah. closely. Very and that you guys had... Unknown caller. That's fucking fancy. I don't think I've ever heard that noise before of you. Well, that's welcome to call it. Yeah, I wonder who it is. This is a 2B Blunt podcast. Who, who is this right here? Yo, this is the 2B Blunt podcast. 
I, it's not out. I can't. Okay. I, there's someone talking, but you can't hear. Him. I don't know yeah, what's going Bluetooth. on. I'm high. Peasy's Bluetooth. Hello. Hey. All right. Hey. There we go. We live. We live, baby. Yeah. Who? What's your name? Where you called from? It's the best in New York. HVO High Voltage Omar. Come on, man. Oh, oh wow. wow. High Voltage Omar. Oh, the best in New York. Oh, come on. Half yeah. of the Bell Twins, Half, baby. Oh, that's right. Test the strength yeah. zone. One of your guys. One of my guys. That's the my... strength in the house, baby. What's up, champ? Representing heel shit. Yo, wow. Well, yeah, this guy's always in promo mode, man. You got to be in promo mode. That's why they got all that merch. You know what I mean? They're, they're working. They're I'm just working. chilling, calling the boys, trying to see how everything's going. I'm good, man. How, how you feeling? How you feeling, HBO? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. You know, I'm in a relaxed mood. I was in a shitty mood earlier, but, you know, things are looking up for me. That's cool. That's, That's cool. great, man. We're always relaxed at the 2B Blunt podcast. That's right. We don't do no aggressive shit here. Where, where's Ty Shine? He on another island this week? Nah, he's in another island this week. He's taking it easy. I'm hitting it hard this week for the both of us. Hey, well, you know, you got to do all the work anyway. It's tight shine, you know. The reason why my back be hurting, you know. Someone's got to carry it. Oh, man. Yo, shout out to the first inaugural and the heart and soul of Test of Strength, uh, Ty Shine. We love you, brother. This is absolutely insanity. Right. Dogs don't The house that Ty Shine built. That's right. That's right. Jesus Christ. Right. This is nuts today. You guys smoking on today? We're so high right now. Yo, what, what was it? What was We're it? smoking on gelato. Similar, it's like an Italian dessert, but it's also a strand of marijuana. It's fucking. What was? What did you, what uh, you call it? Gelato, Larry Bird. Maybe. That's that one up. We had the gelato. <laughs> yeah, the Larry yeah, Bird. Yeah, 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 that Larry Bird. HVO, listen, they call this shit the Larry Bird. I- I'm feeling like Island Iverson right now. I'm nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 yeah. <Yo. Yo. laughs> Yo! <laughs> oh, did you? See, thank yes, God. I Remember did. the last go last week? Some guy called in. It. He didn't even know what he was smoking on, bro. He didn't. Have, he had no clue what he was Yo, smoking. Bro, he he had that dirt shit he picked up on the corner store. I know it. I know it. Yo, yo, chill. Depends hey, on the yeah, corner me. store. Depends on the corner store. <laughs> How you gonna tell me you don't even know what it is? This is true. Oh, like, don't call and say you smoking if you don't even know what the hell you smoking. <laughs> I'm, yo, I'm with you. I'm with you. Listen, man, that's why me and Frank, we tell everybody what we're smoking every week. Every week. It's public knowledge. Yo. You know? Shit. Yeah, yeah. I just need to stop fooling around and bring me in. Yo, HVO, I'm telling you, send send me an email and let's make it happen. We'll get you on a schedule, bro. Yeah, yo. we'll get you in. We'll get the best yeah, in New York in studio. For real? Yo, hit my people up. Once they tell me, I'm on that shit, yo. All my right. We'll get back to your people. Word, yo. Let's make it up. happen. Let's make it happen. Hit us up. All right, All right. I'm not going to eat up your minutes. I'm going to get out of here. Well, it's you not like it's Kincaid, thank God. Easy. Hit him with the news. I'm not Kincaid. I'm not even going to charge you for this, baby. This is free just for you guys because I love you guys. <laughs> we appreciate it, man. All right, man. You guys have a good one. All right, peace. All right, man. Too, peace. Man. Oh, high voltage Omar. Oh, wow. Claims best in New York. Yeah. Anyways. What? Hey, the belt says it. You know what I mean? He who owes the New gold. York's a big state, though. Yeah, you know, but, it's a big city. But he, what he, part of New York are we talking about? He, he, he got the belt. He, he got the New York Championship Wrestling belt. That's the well, championship wrestling of all New York. Well, <laughs> let's get down to in. some business here. What do you say? Yeah, let's let's get down, man. Yeah, like, Alex, you're in studio, and I don't want it. Like, I'm glad people are calling in and shit, but, like, I want to make sure that like, we get a chance to talk. All right. I've known you for a few years now, right. and I don't think me and you, as many times as we've been in the same room together, have ever actually sat down and had, like, a fucking conversation about how we got to the point where we met. 
Yeah, that's that's true. You're right. We, ne- we never really did have you that know? conversation. I know right now you're the general manager of two promotions and you're making waves. And uh, you were just telling me how you just designed the title for uh, Proving oh, for, Grounds. For Proving Grounds. Shout out to Ty Graham. Yeah, uh, actually just did that last night. That was a brand new brand new thing. And, uh, and um, you know, it, it, it just, it, they, they liked what I did. I, I banged it out real quick. Uh, you know, I got a lot of friends out there, and, and they sent them over to me. You know, Bo Douglas and, uh, you know, a few other cats told him that that's what I do, and he hit me up. He liked my work, and next thing you know, you know, HS just designed another title belt, another one to hang up on a wall. I mean, your work and test of strength has been excellent, you know, as far as uh, designing titles. I don't want to get – we're going to dive into design, everything else. He designs all the wrestlers' tees into I, I see a lot of the guys in the independent scene rocking the heel shit logo. Yeah, and it's, and it's a blessing. I think all of them out there, you know, all the brothers and sisters who wear the hat, who, who wear the T-shirt, who, who support the brand, who got the patch on their jackets, you know, I, I appreciate all of you. Um, you know, HS is – uh, a test of strength thing that it is for the dojo, you know, but, um, but it's also to all the brothers and sisters we got out there, they go on the grind and, you know, do their best to, to further this business and, and, and perfect their art craft. You know what I mean? So, Absolutely. So all, anybody out there, Hey, you need the design, hit your boy up. I got you. I'm never going to make you, I'm never going to make you look bad. What's the tagline? PZ gaming. He said, uh, roll with us. We'll get you over. That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Roll it up with us, god damn it. That's right. Now, I like I, I you you're deep. You're deep in the wrestling game, bro. But like how how the fuck did you start? Like how did you get in to the wrestling business? Like where did this come from? Because I've I do not know the answer to that. And I've known you for so long and I'm kind of disappointed in myself for not knowing yeah, this information. It's not the craziest thing in the world. It's like, you know, every kid coming up 96, 97, 98, you know, it's like Wrestling is, is fire, and, and and I'm in the Bronx, you know, so I'm in the middle of ECW, uh, you know, the fire. You know what I mean? I'm, right. I'm in the middle of that, and, uh, you know, it's 2 a.m., you know, on Channel 5. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, watching the ECW. I've, I've done ECW, that, bro. And I see the, the, the graphic that, that, that Taz made, you know, in PowerPoint or some shit. Actually, did they even have PowerPoint back then? I don't, I don't know. I'm sure they did, did. I think something. And uh, you know the, the, about the, uh, the the dojo, you know the the, the Taz dojo. Yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, you know, and I went out there and I did the thing, and um, I think Taz taught one class. Uh, but thank God because I got to train under the great Perry Saturn. Wait, so you you actually trained? Yeah. With or at the Taz's dojo? Yeah. To be a wrestler? Yeah. I never knew that. I had this is I had no clue. I bro. thought you were like the Taz, one guy that Taz didn't start that. off trying to be a like a wrestler that got into the game. Honestly, no, I I I, I did I, I did yeah. wrestle. Um, you know, I, I I wrestled amateur in high school. You know, um, holy and, shit, bro. Yeah, and then uh, you know I wanted to wrestle. I, I you know I uh, it's funny because Taz was the guy. You know, I mean, I was like more or less his size. You know, had the curly hair going at the time. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. It was like I could relate to this dude. He didn't look like like another white boy to me with a with an orange tan. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I saw true, Taz true. And, no, right? He didn't. And, and you know, and I don't mean that to to. I'm just saying, you know, everybody had that vanilla thing going on. You know, Taz didn't look like that to me. He wasn't another six foot five. You know, like just big guy that has the that that cookie cutter wrestler feel. Yeah, he was inspiring to you. Yeah, and it was like yeah, he looks like. You know, it looks like Tommy from down the block. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like one of us. So it, it, it drew me in. And, and um, 
And you know I'm <laughs> I'm blown away that I did not know this information. And you, and you know I'm big on on music. I don't think people give ECW enough credit for what music did to, to draw people in. But like, you know, seeing the Dudley Boys come out to Wu Tang was was wild to me. You know? uh, yeah, this is true. They used like they didn't have custom music. No, no, no. Look, seeing seeing New Jack come out to Natural Born Killers, dude, that was the best. It was you know it. And they left that shit playing through every time, like every segment he came out and just bashed people with trash can lids and shit. They let his music ride out the whole fucking time. Yeah, when, when the camera panned out and, and you heard doom, do, 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 and you're like, oh. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like, your, your hair stand up like, yo, Sandman. You know what I mean? Like, it was. Oh, dude, that. It was the, the feel of, of ECW was so much more than, than its workers, you know, because. While I believe that a lot of them eventually went and became, you know, some of the best talent in the world at the time, they were a lot of them were green and 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 it was wasn't as polished. It wasn't polished. It was a lot of violence, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think uh, ECW started wrestling till Shane Douglas, right? Yeah, I mean, it's true. That's true. But then they started bringing in a lot of different wrestlers. Yeah, and then it, it started coming along, but um. You know, just just seeing that, just just seeing the dynamic, the, the the difference between a guy like Sabu, who was so reckless and death defying and and hardcore, and then seeing the franchise who was like cerebral and a mat technician and a like real heel. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. And, and, and he was a heel that you loved to hate. It wasn't it wasn't Baron Corbin heat. Like it was real heat. Yeah. You know, yeah, like people just don't like Baron Corbin. No, 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 they don't. But they don't. And and I listen to you uh, talk about Baron Corbin. I wanted to bring that up real quick because you like the guy. Yeah, I and, like him. Yeah, and you like the guy because you're a worker. Because you see what he's trying to do. Yeah, and the things that he are he's doing to get heat would be great for anyone else. Yeah, but absolutely. since he's doing them. Yeah. it's cheesy. We don't care. That's it. Then that's the thing. That's my whole thing. That's like. Textbook. Yeah, they're prejudging it before, like, they even, like, you know. But textbook, he's a heel. Yeah. Like, textbook, yes. Yeah. But but he's not a he's not a good heel. You know what I mean? Like, like you can do heel shit and not get over as a heel if you're not convincing with it. Right. You know? It's like, like, Kamala was a shit heel. Like, I didn't give it. You know, I didn't care. Slapping like, his belly around. Yeah, like, what's, what's that? Not, now, Piper? Piper. Piper's a legend. Piper was a heel. Piper's a fucking legend. Piper was a, Piper, listen, when Piper walked in front of the camera, you knew he was a heel. Yeah. He didn't have to say anything. Yeah, he, he would was, just bear, like stare like right into your eyes. It was all body language. It was it was yeah. money. It was like, you know, that he was just a heel. You can It was you can born to him. be that way. Yeah. yeah uh, uh Brian Danielson, heel. You know what I mean? True. The the American Dragon was a heel. Yeah. And he was great. Yeah. You know what I mean? He yeah. Was, you, you believe the promos that he cut, he, things that he said. Uh, CM Punk. This is true. CM Punk, listen, I'm a huge CM Punk fan. Love him. Love him. One of my favorites, top five all time for me. Yep. Okay. okay. All right. But if CM Punk was a regular guy. Yep. I'd probably punch him in the face. Like, like he was just annoying. <laughs> and no, no, listen, he was. And, and what I'm talking about is his. Is it's not trying. That's not an MMA poke or anything. I'm a huge fan of Punk. And you know what? Anybody who got something bad to say about CM Punk in the UFC, you're a moron because you would never even try. You know. Yeah. So, I, 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 CM Punk's the man. The thing is that his character, right? His demeanor, his presence, his aura, what he carries with him, at least as a character. 
you put it on someone else and it doesn't work. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's right. Because it's got to fit. It's got to fit the. You know, the Corey Graves tried doing it for what twenty years and never worked. Oh God! Right through NXT too, just pulling the same act. It, it, it never worked. That's true. I don't want to talk about all these other guys. I want to all talk right, about right. you, bro. We're getting off topic, and I feel like I got so much more. Yeah, that to... happens when you smoke weed before podcast. I know, I know. <laughs> I got so much more. Like you said, you were a wrestler. How long did you wrestle for? Uh, I didn't wrestle much, man. I, I had maybe three official matches. Yep. Um, you okay. Know. And you uh, said you trained under Perry Saturn? Perry, Perry Saturn. Holy uh, shit, bro. Was this in the Bronx? No, this was in Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. yeah Perry what, fucking Saturn. Perry Saturn. Dude, this is, my mind's blown. You've trained with Taz. You've trained with Perry Saturn. Uh, I didn't train with Taz. He well, you was, had one class he was there, all right? But that still counts, bro. He, what, he if took, I did a he, seminar with Taz. He used us <laughs> as suplex dummies, bro. He didn't train us. Like, I know? almost wish I was there to see that. Like That oh. would have been amazing. Just watching Taz fucking... <laughs> everybody you know, what's, you know what's funny? We all believed it. We all like, listen. Taz worked us all. We thought Taz was the baddest motherfucker in the planet. Yep. And then RVD knocked him back to earth, <laughs> and that, that was that. He died. You know, I, no more fear. This is true. This is true. I mean, all right. So now you've done through all that. All right, you were living in New York, right? Mm-hmm. How did you go from training with Perry Saturn in Philly to Connecticut? Uh, my story about being in Connecticut is actually kind of a sad one. I never came to Connecticut by choice. No, really? Um, my mother was, was sick, and wow. uh, they referred us to some doctors in, at UConn, and that's why we ended up. And that's how you appear yeah, now. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't a choice. It wasn't something that, I mean, at the same time, I can tell you that it probably saved my life. You know, who knows what would have happened if I this was is very true in the Bronx, so... True. Hard knock Were you life, involved though. in any other wrestling behind the scenes in New York before you moved to no, Connecticut? No, 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 no. My, my, listen, I'm not going to, I hate even to bring up, that's why you don't know. You know, that's like why you never knew that I trained with Saturn and I did all that because I just didn't talk about it. I, I feel like it's, I feel like it's disrespectful of me to talk about training as a professional wrestler when I never got to A, complete my training, and B, I couldn't give the same level of sacrifice that, that my brothers have for this. Oh, I understand that. You know what I mean? So I don't like to talk about that. Oh. Um, so that's why you, you don't hear it. Um, you know, I had a, my son Jeter, which you know. He's, yep. uh, he's, he's, he's the junior executive of design at Heelshit Apparel. He's the man. He's, he's a very talented kid. I'm, I'm very proud of him. And yep. Yeah, it's biased. I don't care. That's my son. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, he, he, I had him young. You know, I'm, I'm, my son is going to be 16. I'm, I'm only 35 years old. You know what I mean? So uh, I had to cut my dream short because I had to be a father. I, I, I wasn't about to let my son grow up without a dad. So Very respectful. You know, you yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, and that's those. That's the real that's sacrifice, up, bro. Yeah. yeah, but that's that's what I'm saying. It's like. That's like, that's the real thing. I've heard it from, well, you know, I had a kid and I was on the road and I was still a father. And, you know, you know what? Power to you, brother. I respect you for that. I'll never take that away from you. Right. But that wasn't a chance that I could take. Yeah. You know? It just, I know. It just wasn't. Uh, That's the same way I felt after, you know, the million knee injuries was like, I couldn't. Yeah. That's not a chance that I can keep taking. Right. right. You know, full time. Right. There's no way because it just happened so much, bro. Yeah. And every time I got to the point where I was ready to do something, I'd get hurt. My yeah. first match, bro. My first match. <laughs> my first official match, which I don't I never told the story in the podcast. I'm not trying to take those files no, off no, you real ahead, quick. <laughs> was I had my first official match. I trained for like three fucking years, bro, before they even let me step in the ring, which was like, I couldn't, that blew my mind anyways. But whatever, that's not the beyond the point. You know yeah. what I mean? So I put in all the work and I get my big match. 
And I'm, I, it's me and Hippie Dicky Moon, who was then currently the champion where we trained. Right? <laughs> PWA was, champion. Yeah, right? he was the PWA champion. And my first match, they threw me out there with the champ. And I'm working, and I'm like seven minutes in, and he's down. And I'm getting the heat on him, and I'm beating the shit out of him. And I go to fucking rake his face with my foot, bro. Oh, and as soon as I my my foot came down on the mat, pop, bro, <sighs> pop. There goes the fucking knee, and I was out for nine fucking months. You That's know, after sense. that, before I got back in, and then I got back in, and I had my return match, and the fucking promotion closed down. Yeah, it's 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 nuts because it's like. You know, we're just jumping on trampolines, right? Yeah. You know, that's, what? All that's all we're doing, you know? What? Just, it's just, uh, what the fuck did somebody call it? Somebody called it ninja kung fu dancing or some shit. I Come said, on. I said, are you kidding me? Y'all, that's so disrespectful to, to this thing that we do. Like, like, you know how many guys come from the NFL and try to do this shit this and they true. can't fucking do it? Yeah. No, I hear you. you know? I, oh, yeah, there's been plenty. There's been plenty of people who have come in and tried. You know how much money Vince offered Rampage Jackson? He said, hell no, I'm not doing that to myself. <laughs> I don't, yeah, Yo, it's a lot of wear and tear on your body, throwing so, yourself It's the down. most. Yeah. It's the most. I mean, wrestlers' careers are so short. Yeah, so it's... it's so then, you know, for the most part, I mean, no, a lot of them are, and and a lot of them. Mine was. Sometimes they go longer. Than <laughs> some, it seems so. like both of you guys had a short career. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, I never had a career, man. I, the way I see, I went to school. And yeah, I, I never graduated. So now you're you know? in Connecticut, so, right? Yeah. How did you end up at Test of Strength? That's <laughs> a that's that's a wild story. Um, go ahead. I'm sorry. That, go that, ahead. That's a that's a different story because um. You know, my uh my my nephew, El Jabroni, he uh he actually trained with PZ, a PWA with Hippie Diggy Moon and um you know that that place closed down and um you know he was looking for schools, you know, and uh he he stumbled upon actually I think it was Tornado Schoolro told uh Jay Brone about Wagner School. Really? Yeah, and then we went and uh, and I saw what Wagner was doing and there was a. Uh, you know, I tell the story a lot. It was a little uh, Ty Shine, you know, when he was still Ty Dull. He wasn't shining yet, you know what I mean? And uh, <laughs> and uh, a young uh, TJ Howell III, and they were in there chaining, man. And um, I just felt like a kid again. Really? Yeah, and then I just I couldn't. I did it. not know that TJ Howell was training that far back. Uh, TJ Howell is probably the second Test of Strength student. When I came in, he was still a rookie wow. baseball player. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know that he had been one of the first. No, T- TJ's TJ's down with that day one ish. You know, he's like, that's that's crazy. That see, I'm learning so much shit today about he, you he, and everything. He, he's our privileged so you know, day one. But um, big yeah. respect to y'all, Ty Shine and uh, TJ Howell. Yeah, man, and, and you know, and it was funny. I saw them lock up, bro, and uh, just trade a couple holds, do a little chain, and you know, leapfrog, drop down, arm drag. Yeah, and it was like. Those fucking kids are going to be beasts. And then look where they are now. Yeah. You know? So now you're with Test of Strength and, you know, you have a lot of roles and you've branched out and you're working with Bell Time Club now. Right. You know? and Shout out to Bo Douglas, Dante Luna, Jason Rumble. I love y'all. Absolutely. And you're doing, you know, creating merchandise and brands for so many people and companies Mm -hmm. at the moment, which is like props because I've seen you push out over like the last two or three years that I've known you so much artwork, (laughs) you know, so many flyers, so many logos, so many designs, so many just 
incredible pieces of art that you've been doing, bro, that, that you must, like, this fan, not a fan base you can call, but this, like, base of loyal, like, wrestlers who are so loyal to you, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's incredible to it, see. It's it's mutual loyalty, and, and, and while we're talking about that, I just want to say thank you to PZ because uh, PZ was one of the first people to take a chance on me as a graphic designer. I had the, 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 the privilege and the joy of designing the Get High Rappers official right. logo. That's I right. did not know that. Yeah. You didn't? The one with the microphone and the, yeah. the, the yeah. weed leaf yeah. and the smoke. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Know, that's right. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, Alex Rojas. That's heel shit design. <laughs> That's heel shit design. So, That's it. So while, while, you know, we don't promote it too much on the podcast, this is sponsored by heel shit. <laughs> <laughs> Facts, bro. Uh, that's incredible, man. I mean, that's a lot. I did see these are things I didn't know. And I'm before, like, when I went to show, I really wanted to talk with you because I never had the chance to learn, you know. And, and I feel like there's still so much more, you know, that we could go into. It's cool, man. I ain't going nowhere. You got me for life, baby. We you know, I know. We're going to have to, like, <laughs> go through this again. But um, it's just your story is incredible. And I can't believe I didn't know this about you. And it makes me respect you more. Like, it's incredible that you went from where you were in New York to Philly to Connecticut and to, and to taking like these two companies and building them up and shit and helping me out all the time. You know, he's actually working on currently doing a podcast logo for us too, which is, um, you know, which I think is done by the way. <laughs> we're still is in this the, the one with the ring. We're still in, we're still in contention about which keep, one is going to be keep our secrets, Frank. Don't That's give right. No hints. That's right. I'll get the spoilers out. <laughs> they listen it. They listen it, man. The right, is on True. Here, you're right. You're right. <laughs> so I know I know Test of Strength and Bell Time both have shows going on next weekend, right? Oh yeah. We, we got August third. We are Test busy. of Strength in Naugatuck, Connecticut at Tazrax. Yeah. You know? Uh, and that's gonna be six show. We'll me and Alex doing commentary. That's gonna be yeah, fucking man. dope. Oh nice. You're gonna be uh going with Peasy this yeah, time. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. You and, know? um and then the day after, man, we are in the last cathedral left in baseball. We're at Fenway Park. Bro. That's right. It's going to be insane. We're at Fenway Park, uh, Bell Time Club. They do the El Mundo. You don't Latin consider Festival. Wrigley Field a cathedral of baseball? I, I, I said one of the last. Oh, you know, right. I, I thought you said the last. No, I, uh, uh, Wrigley, uh, Camden Yards is there. Camden is there. You know, so there's, there's a few, but it's like, you know, we lost Yankee Stadium, you know. Um, which the new stadium is beautiful and it kept a lot of the old spirit, but it ain't, it ain't the same. It's a shame when you get off the train and you look down at that little league field where yeah. it used to be. It's yeah. kind of heartbreaking yeah. for me, you know. But hey, and at the same time, it's kind of I look at it this way. See, I'm a I'm a Bronx boy, you know. I grew up. I have thought stadium. of it this way. What you so, <laughs> but what I'm saying is that like it's so cool that all right, the stadium itself ain't there, but now. All the kids that dream about being Yankees get to play on that same. Yeah, yeah. I, I always say, imagine being a kid, man, playing there on Yankee Stadium. Yeah, where Ruth, yeah. where Mantle played. Th- that's poetic, man. That is, it's crazy. That, that's one of the the the, the most beautiful. Uh, that's life going full yeah, circle just full for circle, you, man. man. Just, just, yeah. just, you know, like it's it it really like karma worked there. You know what I mean? This is true. Yeah, this is true. Well, uh I really appreciate that combo, man. And we're going to keep you in studio All if you're right. cool. I know you have somewhere to we be. We have more weed to smoke. We're going to be talking wrestling. That's so right. I'm sure you'll fit right in. Listen, That's man, it. You, you know the code. I know the code. You know the code. If there's That's weed, right. I'm saying. That's right. <laughs> so before we move further and we get into the shit, because we got a lot to talk about, AEW, Raw, SmackDown, all that shit. Okay. 
Let's call our boy Don Kincaid and get the dirt. And this motherfucker better not try to overcharge us again, bro. This guy's been crazy the past few weeks. And he better slow down. Sometimes he, he gets a little ahead of himself. He gets out of breath. I know. He's wild. Don right. Kincaid. Let's give him a call. Fuck it. Ladies and gentlemen. Exclusive breaking news brought to you by the Kincaid Hotline. And now, renowned reporter, Don Kincaid. It's Don Kincaid, baby! Kincaid, me and Frank, make sure we got our minutes loaded before I give you a call. You better have some breaking news for me tonight, goddammit. Hey, babies, it's Don Kincaid, and man, do I got some breaking news right off the top. I ain't even going to charge. I'll charge you 0.1 cent this week because I'm feeling so generous. So let me jump right in. Yeah, 0.1 cent, baby. Holy shit, Frank. That's a deal. Sign us up. Thank you. Thank you, Don. I, I am so amped over this news breaking right now, but it's got me kind of worried. So let me jump right into this. Dude, WWE stocks are going way down. What do you mean going down? They're they're plummeting, baby. WWE executives, they've recently cashed out millions of dollars in their WWE stock. There is seven, maybe even eight, like, major executives. And I'm talking, I'll name three because they're big. Vincent Kennedy McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, and Triple H themselves have sold off numerous shares of stock. Numerous? Yes, numerous. Well, I mean, what do you mean by numerous? How many dude. stocks you talking? All of them? How many? Dude, uh, I'll give you a quick example. Triple H sold off 17,563 shares at $70.23, and that's a value of $1.23449.4 million. Oh, $1.4 million in stocks he's selling. This guy's not even standing behind his own product why, anymore. Why are they selling it? What happened? Did it drop? Dude, I don't know what's going on the inside. Maybe we should be worried because check this shit out, PZ and Frank. The stocks were valued at $99 a share. Right now, they are only they are only at $68.38. Oh, God wow. damn it. Hey, Don, do you happen to know what uh, price they sold out at? Did they tell you? Well, let's see. Uh, it says around yeah. $68. So it started at $99.25 specifically, and right now it is at $68.38. But wow. when they sold, when they sold, it was an average of $70.23. That's way too much money, kids. Oh, way right. too much money. So they saw their stock hitting the shitter, and they ran for the hills with it, I guess, right? Oh, my God. What does that do for the rest of us poor peasants? That's devastating news. Oh, they're going to take their yeah. money and run, goddammit. Frank, what are we going to do? We're going to have to cover <laughs> Impact. We're going to have Donkey Cage's job. Looks like we're going to start covering those smaller brands at this point. Well, I mean, I mean, check this shit out because the Raw, the Raw Reunion Edition, they came in, all the old guys came in, and check this out. The ratings were up 600,000 viewers from the previous week. Holy crap! <laughs> I mean, yeah. that's interesting. I mean, did you it expect anything less? Stone Cold draws the crowd, man. Steve Austin's there. I'm tuning in. 
for hard work. What's going to happen next week? Are the numbers just going to plummet right back to where they were? I mean, the stocks are going down. The viewership, I don't know what the hell is going on in that company, but man, there's a lot of questions that really need to be answered from the inside, though, baby. From the inside, the big wigs need to answer some hard questions. That's the easy way to lose the locker room, sell the stock, and the, the ratings drop. Seems like it's going to shit. Oh, you're going to see Roman Reigns. That's a touch of strength. I mean, come on, baby. Oh, God. Roman Reigns. <laughs> I knew I'd get a rise out of you out of that one, PG. All right. All right, check this out. I got a little bit of impact news. Now, impact, not only did they just renew with Twitch. Now, I don't know if everybody's aware. You can watch impact wrestling on twitch from 8 p.m to 10 p.m i don't think it costs you a dime you put in your facebook stuff or your your email address you sign up and i believe you could just watch impact for free on a weekly basis because they're on this channel they're on that channel you don't even know where the hell they are and if you do know where they are you don't get the fucking channel so you don't gotta worry about the executives dumping the stock on impact so we might as well switch over yeah, that's right, baby. So you, you can watch that right on Twitch. And not only that, look at this. They've got some TV tapings coming up, not only in Las Vegas, but they're shooting down south of the border, and they're going to Mexico, and you never know what kind of luchador action you're going to get when Impact goes down south of the border and gets into Mexico, baby. It's going to be some killer episodes in the next coming weeks. I'll tell you oh, that. You're going to see a lot of Brian Cage south of the border. <laughs> whoa, whoa. He just got married. I'm not jumping into that action. Woo. Um, hey, I want to I wanna mention something real quick. Viceland, I'm not sure if you're familiar with this, but they hosted the Dark Side of the Ring docuseries. Did you guys check into that? some of that shit? Oh, yeah, it's great. I love it. I loved every episode. Yeah. Well, they are renewing their docuseries, Dark Side of the Ring, for a super-sized second Season. Are you kidding me? I can't wait. Oh, that's great news. Oh, all right. Now, I want to get into some John Moxley action. <laughs> Dude, I, John Moxley, listen to this. There's a big, huge event, AEW. It's called All Out. Now, I want to read something real quick, and it's got to do It's a message from one John Moxley to Kenny Omega. Whether or not I buy The Legend of Kenny Omega... Believe me, brother, I'm taking it very, very seriously. That's why I'm going all over Japan, learning all your styles, learning all your tricks of the trade, learning everything about who you are, what you do, and where you come from. Kenny Omega, the myth, seems to think I'm some kind of a joke. Well, you're going to be in the ring with me, brother, and I assure you it's not going to be the least bit funny when I break your fucking jaw. Ah, John Moxley. He seems pissed off. That's right. He's really, really stepping up his game. Not only that, and I am going to close with this because John Moxley is a madman nowadays. And check this out, something you would have never expected. Game Changer Wrestling has announced that John Moxley will compete against Josh Barnett at Bloodsport 2, and that event is going to be happening September 14th from Atlantic City, New Jersey. That's good news, baby. I saw the promo for that, Don. That shit was fire. Atlantic City. 
Oh, Atlantic you know what that City. means, Frank. Oh, Atlantic City, we'll be tearing that place up before we know it. That's right. We're going to be styling and profiling right down in Atlantic City for the bachelor party edition of the 2B Blood Podcast. Oh, I can't wait. Well, man, hey, I told you a really nice short wait. I gave you a little bit of information of this and that and that and this, and I think I've got about, that's it, baby. I think I'm all done for that highline action. What do you think, Peasy? I think you have at least one or two more for me, don't you, Don? One or two more? Don, you got nothing going on tonight you could tell us about her this weekend, any hot dirt? Wait a minute. There is one company that I absolutely love. I think we all love. MLW, Major League Wrestling. And tonight, baby, it is going to be crazy. There's championships on the line. There are so many names that are coming into this. But there's one match that we are all looking forward to, and that is going to be Teddy Hart versus MJF for the World Middleweight Title Match Wow, Two of my favorite guys in the industry. That's going to be incredible. That's awesome. What a bunch of matchup. And that's right around, that's right in our way right here in New York City. Dude, it's going to be insane. Instead of being there, we're here doing the podcast. Hey, I got stuff to do. Peasy, I mean, I got Peasy. I got Center Ring. There's so much to do. I can't get to all of these events all the time, man. God damn it. Well, at least we got the hotline. Speaking of which, done. I think my minutes are running slow. Even at .01 cents or whatever you call it, you're still not giving me a bargain. Oh, come on, man. That's as long as I can go. I want that freebie, goddammit. My name is Brian Tillman Jr. I am one-third of the New Heart Foundation on Major League Wrestling. And you are listening to Peasy on the 2B Blunt Podcast. To be blunt podcast, wow. we are back. Wow, Don Kincaid, that son of a bitch show. At least we got all that news for cheap this week. What do you say, point zero one dollars Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think we paid nothing. And thank you, Don. Um, Holy shit. Well, we are live in studio still with Alex it's Rojas. It's funny that Kincaid yep. is out here trying to make friends. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder, wonder why. I wonder who he has heat with. I don't know. We got a lot to talk about here. Let's go into it. So big announcements go right into AEW. They just made their huge announcement. Huge announcement. Huge fucking announcement that Warner Media announced that they're going to be going live. October 2nd. On TNT. First show in Washington, D.C. That's right. That's two big. hours. Two hour show every week they're going to do. That, that's big. Um, congratulations to them. I'm, I'm very happy for Cody and company, you know, for putting that together. Yeah, um, they're going to be a traveling brand too. I read. You know, and then on some. Oh, real- so they're going to travel across uh, the country. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, they're going to do this like WWE does, but like I guess they're going to work. You know, just- WCW. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's funny how <laughs> the internet thinks that WCW is going to kill WWE. Like we already saw this war, bro. Same show. Same this channel. is true. <laughs> literally, <laughs> same channel. Say it, literally, <laughs> literally. But um, I mean, how do you how do you, how do you think AEW is going to do when they go onto a weekly program? Frank I Knox? hope I hope they make the adjustment very quick. They start building these stories. They start using all the talent they've been signing, and they still have a few tricks up their sleeve. I hope for the debut, maybe a couple free agents that are going to shock us. Hey, you never know, right? I if mean, they're going to do it, you got to at least save they, it for the first they, episode, yeah, right? They can't show their cards. I guess, but I feel like cards. they signed too many people as it is so far, you know. And and I haven't seen any of these 
a lot of these signees that they had that they pretty much just snatched up so they wouldn't go somewhere else. Um, I don't see them helping the product. I, what, what they've been, three shows officially under the AEW banner? Wait, you don't see them helping at all? I see a lot of them contributing. Uh, okay. I mean, I do <laughs> personally. I mean, I, I'm, as I've long watched, as they right? I've watched three shows. Yep. I've liked three matches. Like this. Well, okay, maybe that's harsh. Maybe five. But like those. The, what was the last one? Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen. Yeah. Fight for the Fallen asleep. I agree. That was that was a bad bad that, bad that show was bad. bad. I don't understand. I like you got the Rhodes and the Bucks, and it's bad. Yeah, I mean, so right, so they're saying that. Well, they're not they're saying, but they, the first arena, which was the Capital One, uh, like you stated before, Washington D.C. in the Capital, there's it's a fifteen thousand person stadium. Yeah, I believe that's where that's the, still a lot of people. So that's where cool. the Wizards play. Do you think that's something that they can do weekly? 15,000 people is a brand new company? I tell you what. I'll say this about AEW. Um, they have great marketing. Uh, their marketing department promotes that like there's no tomorrow. They work the social media. They have the buzz. Um, Brandy Rhodes is Beyonce on Instagram, bro. Like they're doing it <laughs> right now. So, um, they, Most importantly, they have... The con money backing them too, and it's it's not just it's and it's not just that they have the money, but they, I feel like they're utilizing their core well. You know what I mean, like Donald Trump level well. See, I expected them to be running like five thousand person arenas, like Impact or some shit. You know? Well, th- maybe they probably will. Maybe fifteen is just for the big one. You know, the first one because you know people they, they're gonna buy the, the first show. They're gonna they'll run them until they stop selling out. I mean, AEW yeah. keeps selling out in minutes. Yeah. So until something changes. You're gonna see these big arenas. They do sell out super fast. I, I you know, uh, all in. I was super psyched about it. I was one of the people that that that, you know, I was here. I saw it here. It was amazing. That's right. It was, it was a great show. <laughs> That's that where we dubbed the Scott show from top to bottom. Everything <laughs> yeah, else yeah, is yeah, falling yeah. off. Uh, we we created the Scott that night. That was a beautiful thing. Yeah, we certainly did. The, that was that was a great show. Um, what, what was the next one? Was it Double or Nothing? Yep. No. Yeah. Yeah. Double or nothing, and then all du- out. Double or nothing was that meh. fighter fest. You know, the like the people that killed it were the people that were supposed to kill it, and the guys that are on the undercard bored me to death. Well, double mm-hmm. or nothing was three matches for me. That's all I cared about. Yeah, yeah, and 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 I think two two of them delivered for sure. It's going to be interesting to see what they do when they have to put a two hour TV show on screen every week. I just hope it keeps on. I hope they that I hope that that the storytelling and the booking is there. Um, he does have help in that department. He's got, oh, uh, Khan's got a lot of money too, which is going to be a big part of this is they can fuck up a lot, but that guy's got the money to fix and, it. And, and while I say that they exactly, they, that's, I, that's while, what I was telling Alex. While I will say that there's, I feel like there's too many people in the loop that shouldn't be in the loop over there. Their core, their foundation, their house is built of fucking bricks, bro. Like you got Tully, you got Malenko, you know, you got Billy Gunn over there. You got a lot of people that know a lot of shit talking to the right people about the right stuff. So um, the the base is strong, man. I, I That can overcome. We got a caller. Let's get right to it. To be blunt podcast. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Uh, hello. 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 Daisy. Moonshine. It's moonshine. 
Hey, what's going on, buddy? Moonshine <laughs> McCready. Man, what the hell happened to you last uh, week? Me and Frank thought you fell I'm off the wagon. On. Did you fall off? No, 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 sir. I'm only on one day a phone call. A hippie dicky moon called, called me last week, and I had to talk to him. So, therefore, you know, I, I kind of missed having to call you. Yeah, why is Dicky Moon keep blowing all my favorite stuff, bro? <laughs> what do you mean? I don't know. He, he, you know, he just called me and, and he was telling me about how he's going to be in, in Richfield Park, New Jersey. I'm not there August 4th for Wrestlers Live. And I said, I'm going to be there too. And we're going to see each other. It's going to be a good time. Uh, you <laughs> know what? I did see that. Actually, I forgot. I That's saw the awesome. phone call between you guys. You had it on the Wrestlers Live uh, Facebook page. Shout out to Wrestlers yes, Live. Yes, sir. Man. We put it up there. They, they they got us there. I like those guys over there. Is, uh, Haggerty's over there, right? Yeah, I guess he's like the man over yeah, there now. Yeah, well, Haggerty's yeah, the he man. Yeah, he run that whole show there, Mr. Haggerty. He run everything over there. So, Moonshine, what the hell? You've been out of here for like two weeks now. We haven't heard from you. What's been going on at AA? Uh, nothing, just, you know, meetings and pamphlets. I-, I learned how to read. You learned how to read? Wow. I did, sir. I sure did learn how to read right there. <laughs> what do you mean you learned how to read? You didn't mm-hmm. know how to read before? No, I didn't know how to read. I'm not reading nothing, but now I do. They taught me so much at this area. It's so much fun. I'm having a good time. Hey, the sobriety, though, he's messing with me a little bit. Like, I, sometimes I don't know which way's up, which way's down. I don't know who my friends are, but, but I'll figure it all out. It's a good time. Moonshine, can you write now, too, or just read? I can't do that yet, but I can read. All right. Holy One shit. step at a time. They teach you that in AA? I guess so. What kind of AA is this? I, I told you this AA is a part of this program. This is this is one of uh, TJ Howell the Second's health retreats, and and Moonshine's going to come back better than ever. Oh, Moonshine says he's, co- says I'm he's come back bigger and stronger, and I know how to read, and I could do things now. Exactly what I was going to say. You took the words out of my mouth. See, I know <laughs> I can read minds too. They told me how to read minds. I thought it was just AA pamphlets, and and now now he knows that three comes after two. You know, so he knows to hold mm-hmm. him down for the whole three count now. It's wow. beautiful, bro. That's right. I kind of got to stop letting people up, and now I'm going to start winning again. Yeah. <laughs> wow, Moonshine. So you're going to be at Wrestler's Laboratory on August 4th. I got that right? Yes, sir. His first match of sobriety. Now, what are you doing down there, Moonshine? Who are you wrestling? I don't know yet. They haven't really told me much because, you know, I'm only allowed to one phone call, so I can't really talk too, too much. But, uh, you know, they, they asked me to go there, and I said, of course I'll be there. And I'm also going to be there to support my buddy, Hippie Dicky Moon. He's, a, he's in a six-man scramble. Ah, six-man scramble. Hippie Dicky Moon. Shout out yeah, Hippie Dicky Moon. Yeah, there's a lot of people, right? Yeah, Hippie, he's going to be in there with Andrew Palace, who he, he doesn't have too many, uh, you know, they're not, they're not too nice to each other, but that's all right. And then there's also a mystery opponent. I don't know who that is, but it's a mystery. It's a mystery? Could it be you? Mm-hmm. No, it's not me. No Maybe way. It's you. I'm not gonna fight Happy. Yeah, who's the booker? My M. Night Shyamalan. If it's if it's M Night Shyamalan, he's the mystery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not the mystery. I'm not the mystery guy. They would have told me that. M Night Shyamalan, the booker. <laughs> <laughs> That's that guy who made that movie right there, right? Yeah. That's right. That's right. The locker room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm learning stuff. <laughs> Moonshine. So how many days do you have sober now, Moonshine? That's right. Did you get any, you get any chips yet? Uh, they gave me some chip, but I tried to sell it, but they wouldn't take any. So uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's something like <laughs> 900 or 90 days or something like that. 90 days. Wow. Congratulations to wow. Moonshine. Mm-hmm. Wow. I mean, I've only had yeah, to, we've only been running thing. this show for, what, five weeks? 
Yeah, he was in. Uh, I guess he was in rehab before. No, yeah, he, he had the detox and stuff. I guess, mind. yeah, man, ninety days. Wow, congratulations, Moonshine. Yeah, that detox was hard. The first, the first couple of weeks wasn't easy. I bet it wasn't. They told me to but detox for me. Easier you know? and easier. Fucking bullshit. I don't know nothing about that stuff. You might want to talk to my friend Hippie about that. <laughs> well, I'm sure I will soon enough. Damn, Moonshine, so uh, that's amazing. Are you going to call in next week? We, 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 were really, we were really, really worried about you. We were concerned. We were. Oh, I'm sorry to make everybody worry, but like I said, I only got one phone call, and Hippie Dick and Moon, he called me, so that was my one phone call for the week. That son of a bitch. Well, that's time, all right. Next next I, I like talking him, to him. He's my friend. Next time, have him call us and let him know that, you know, you're still sober and you're doing the right thing. Yeah, or, or just have him call him when we absolutely, call him. I will absolutely do that. We'll do a three-way call. I will call. tell him to call in to you. This way, he can say, you know what, Moonshine's still doing good. I talked to him. He got his one phone call with me, and that's it. That would, yeah, yeah, that'd be that great. Thanks, man. We were really, really, really worried. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to worry you. <laughs> it's almost like jail. Oh, my God. All right. They got me locked up like 23 <laughs> hours a day. 23 hours a day, bro? Mm-hmm. Shut mm-hmm. the fuck I'm locked up. up. They give me my room. And then, and then I get to go. I get to go to meetings for an hour, and then I gotta go back to my room and sit there and do nothing. Damn, yo, holy shit! Twenty three hours, bro. And then what's and then the other? A meeting That's okay though, because I'm off the moonshine. So he must. He's either at. A, you're supposed to be at a meeting right now, if my math is correct. <laughs> Are you supposed to be at a meeting? Uh, right I don't know now? if your math is right, but no, I'm in my room. Oh my God, what's going on right now? <laughs> It's 2019. It's a quick. No, they, 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 they bring it in, they plug it in, they let me talk, and then they unplug it and take it away. Oh, oh my God. God. Maybe it is like jail. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't fall off the wagon, Moonshine? It sounds like you're drinking a beer no, over no, there. No, 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 I'm doing all right. I hear a I'm doing great. I'm, I'm having a good old time. Oh my you know, I get, god! I get to hang out with these people for like an hour, and 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 I go back to my room, and I just sit there, and I I learned how to read, so I've been reading some books. It's <laughs> amazing. You know, I got this real good author. His name is uh, Doctor Seuss. He's so smart. He makes things rhyme. It's funny, like green eggs and ham and stuff like that. I like that stuff. Oh my god, Moonshine! You know what, bro? This has been great. It's really has. I gotta keep the show moving, man. Or else we'll talk all day about this. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's all right. Make sure you call in next week. Call next week. Yeah, you call in next week. I'll make sure to put it on my calendar, and I'll have somebody write it down. But I'll be able to read it, and I'll be like, "Oh, I gotta call Peter Show because I can read." Thank you. I would appreciate that. Thank you, Moonshine. Absolutely. Keep reading, baby. Follow that rainbow. Wow, Moonshine McCready. <laughs> 90 days, man. That's wow, a that is huge, you know? Wow. It's probably only 35. You know he can't count that high. <laughs> I know. I'm surprised. I thought you just learned past three. This guy's talking about 990. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. So if you want to call in and join the Rebels who have been calling in lately, my God, it's uh, 860-384-7110. We are live on the 2B Blood Podcast. We are live. Let's get into some WWE shit. Right. The Raw reunion was this week. We huh? had the Raw fucking reunion this week. Yeah, it was great, you know, until that racist guy came out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's talking about Hulk Hogan. Oh, man. Yeah. So, I mean. Booker T was looking at him. 
Well, of course he was looking at him. Like, come on, man. Oh, Kogan, I'm coming for you. Let's go into the opening segment. Let me just let me just let me steer the road here. All right. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's not let's not put over. Hold let's over. let's let's talk. We had the opening come out with Cena. You saw this, right? You guys watched this. Cena comes out and he's talking shit with the Usos, and he makes reference to them looking just like they do in their mug shots. And breaking news: What happens last night? Jimmy Uso arrested for a DUI again at three in the morning. Wasn't it Jay last time? I think, I think, God, I think he's right. I yeah. think it was, Jay it was last Jimmy time. this time, but now they're both in, you know, yeah, the bug shots. It's, 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 is it Jay and Naomi? Is there, are they there? Yeah, right, yeah. yeah so Jay Uso. Na- yeah. Well, they called out the doctor and. The doctor provided a little sneak peek in their I know, was it? He thought he was talking about the past, but was he the, predicting the future? The, like, what, John Cena's got superpowers now? He has been away. He That's why we can see him. His powers yeah. evolved. Now. <laughs> you know, I mean, I thought the intro was good. Rikishi came out. They did all their stick. Devon was, was out there. I thought that was that was a solid opening. Yeah, it was a good way to re- kick off things, you know? We had the revival come out, interrupt things, which was great. That's right. Love yes, and we had a big six-man match with Revival and uh, Devon versus... No, they were just ringside. It was a... It was right, a, yeah, Revival yeah. with Devon in their corner. Yep, in their corner. Against... Uh, the Usos with their father, Rikishi. That's right. I'll, I'll watch the Usos versus... Anybody the at revi- this rate. No, but but versus the Revival, I'll watch that all day. Oh, my God, it's put amazing. That, put that shit on the loop. It's amazing. It was great, you know? And then they had the backstage promo and with uh, the Legends. I forget exactly who was a Santino. You know, Tori Wilson. Tori Wilson. Jimmy the Hart was yeah. there. And then so, you know, Drew McIntyre comes out and We saw Alicia them. Fox. I'm, I'm glad that she still has a job. Yeah, this is true. I haven't seen her in front I don't think Arn Anderson has a job because of Alicia Fox. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, anyways, I want to talk about Drew McIntyre. You know, Drew McIntyre. I mean, this man, he comes out and he interrupts everyone, you know, and he just looks at them and snarls at them. And he's like a legend, you know. But this, I mean, Drew McIntyre is like... The most, like, Vince McMahon-esque version of a wrestler ever. Oh, yeah. Him I don't anyone. understand how this guy who looks like a fucking workhorse is not in the title picture. And instead is one of Shane McMahon's henchmen. Him and Elias. Yeah, I, I don't like how they're using uh, Drew McIntyre. I thought he was going to get a big push I, I think the, the push is. Co- I think the push is coming up. I think this whole, you know, as a storyteller, you know, someone that puts stories together and watches them evolve. I look at things a little different, and I'm seeing this pairing with, with with Shane that isn't in his favor. You know, it's not helping him any. It's all about Shane, right? Uh, the, the Kevin Owens angle with Shane, and and the incoming, impending commencement of Eric Bischoff. I see this all building up to you know everybody turning on Shane to get him the fuck out of there, and Bischoff comes and he's the the, the hero. You know, to save the day, and then that might that might be it. I didn't even think about that actually. And, and, and it'll That's be a like, good outlook on and, it. And he'll book his ass off for three weeks and give us all the matches we ever wanted to see. And then it's back to heel Bischoff, and we get the NWO for the. <laughs> I hope not. But I mean, does anybody honestly in that entire locker room look as credible as a threat against Brock Lesnar? Than Drew McIntyre or Braun Strowman, but that's already Bobby happened. Lashley. So we've already seen that yeah, though. Drew McIntyre. Well, why, 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 why haven't we seen Bobby Lashley? And we will. Paul we will. Paul hey, I know he's happen. been pushing for that. Pa- he's Paul, been pushing for that. Paul is going to make that happen. I wouldn't be surprised if you saw that at Survivor Series. I wouldn't be surprised either. I would. I would watch that. Um, we just have to figure out some way to make Bobby Lashley a face and have people care. Um, because we react to Bobby right now because we they're using him as the classic super powered heel. 
And yeah. he, and it's a role that suits him well. He executes in that. Yeah, I mean, the match with Braun at Extreme Rules was great. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know. And, and, you know, the one at Extreme Rules, that wasn't even really that big about. The one on Raw was money. This is true. You know, like they beat each other up. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and, and look good. It's true. And that's how you got to do it because Strowman can't do anything else. Yeah. So you got to like, it's got to look like a fight. Yep. Absolutely. We'll move on to Drake Maverick, you know. Oh man. The <laughs> WWE 24 seven title was kind of the centerpiece of the raw reunion. So much happened. I mean, how many guys won the titles that, and wow, that I shouldn't say how many guys, how many times, did that thing change hands? Who held it? Was it nine, ten times? Something I think like that? it was about nine. I don't know. I, I think, think it, it was, was nine at least. Frank, I think I got it here in my notes somewhere. But, uh, you know, the, the entire list of everybody who had won, who at least I thought I did, but, I mean, who knows? It was crazy. Yeah, I have it. It's, uh, it was Drake Maverick. Yep. And then it was Pat Patterson. Hold on. So Pat Patterson comes in. I got yeah. I got to play the clip cuz that I was dying, bro. This I guy comes it. out of nowhere after, you know, uh, Drake Maverick already got pinned. You know, and here comes Pat Patterson wins the belt. <laughs> he got a little promo afterwards. Stop the mud hole. Stop the mud hole. I got a clip for this. I got to play it. This is my belt. This is my belt. So, yeah, after Patterson was Briscoe, Gerald Briscoe. Oh, my God, bro. The, the, the banter between him and Briscoe and Briscoe won. He starts calling him a stooge, bro. I got the, I'll get the clip for that, too. <laughs> yeah, this was great. Takes one to no one. Look, I'm 24-7 champion. You're the stooge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I was dying, bro. Listen, that was great. You know, it's true that Daniel Bryan, what Daniel Bryan says that we're fickle, bro, because I remember hating the Stooges. Like, like I couldn't watch them. It used to fucking hurt me. I love the Three Stooges. No, no, no I'm talking about... I'm talking He's about, talking about when they were running with the corporation of oh, Vince. Oh, yeah, yeah. They used to push them around in the wheelchair. Yeah, it was okay. it was so freaking bad. And I was like... Mm-hmm. And I was that, you know, the disgruntled indie guy. Well, that could have went to one of us. You know, yeah. That, you know. Well, Pat Patterson, though. Time, like, yeah, that you know, to one Pat of Patterson us. made <laughs> history. Well, yeah. He but, did. Okay. He was the oldest WWE champion of all time at 78 years old. Wow. The oldest in history. Yeah, but Ric Flair has been 78 like 600 times. <laughs> this is true. Frank, continue with the list. Who else so won after, the championship? And then uh, Kelly Kelly pinned Gerald Briscoe. Yep. And then she got pinned by Candice Michelle. Oh, my God. Who then got pinned by my favorite champion of the night, Alundra Blaze. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because she came out trying to throw the thing in the trash can. And then who and comes then out? The million dollar man comes out and buys yet another world champion. That's a great. I mean, it was it a was great, great segment. You know, it's funny, though, because I would have I would have just thrown had her thrown the belt in, in the, the trash and, and just killed the whole thing <laughs> just to troll the Internet because they would have. You know what's funny is that as much as everyone online complained about the belt is ugly, blah, 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 the ratings are going up, people are watching it, more people are getting like getting some TV time. It's great and it's, it's funny. entertaining. It's funny shit. Like Bush, uh, uh, Truth is is like was made for it. Yeah. You know Drake I mean? Maverick oh, too. So yeah, both of them. That That's hilarious. And then you got the the, 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 the girl with him, you know, his, his, wife, his wife. His wife. You know, and, and that that's another di- dynamic. The whole dynamic between... Uh, 
Drake Maverick, his wife, and then Carmel and R Truth is money. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm hoping that they that leads to like a match at SummerSlam, a mixed tag match with like the for four. the title for the title. Why not? not? Well, he, you he, know, here's the thing: Drake right? Maverick. So let me just get back to the list so we can. Yeah, let's, let's go ahead. Go ahead. So Drake Maverick ended up uh, beating Ted DiBiase to regain the belt, and then lose it, lost it to R Truth <laughs> to end the night. Right, he's high, and uh, R Truth. Jumped in his limousine with his wife and took off with not only his belt, but his wife. That, I got the clip. That is hilarious. Then he jumps in the limo and they skirt off with, with Drake Maverick's wife in the limo. Yeah, the limo, yeah. Like, you know the right. story's going to be that he consummated the marriage. That's, no. that's the first thing I thought was R-Truth yeah. hitting that tonight. And, and <laughs> you know what's funny, though? That it's so obvious. Like, it would work. It's so obvious that he probably will go the different way just because we expect it to happen. This is true. You know? This is true. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Miz, for Miz TV with Seth, I thought it was horrible. I am so tired of seeing Miz TV. goes out there, promotes the show, promotes the movie on Monday and Tuesday night. I don't Done understand Seth. Seth Rollins, bro. This guy who comes out and tries to be a baby face is out here cutting promos and doing heel shit all the time. It doesn't even make sense, bro. He's burning it down. Like, he, like that whole shit where he was making fun of Paul Heyman always says Brock Lesnar and shit. Yeah. Brock Lesnar! Like, that's not something a baby face would do, bro. Am I right, Alex? No, I agree. No. But, I mean, he's not... No, I'm not right? No, I'm, I'm saying a baby face wouldn't do it. Thank you. I'm right. saying that, like... Just to make my point. God damn it. You know, he, he doesn't know how to be a baby face. He doesn't really know how to be a heel. You know, he's that tweener. He's stuck there. Yeah. You know, um, it is what it is. That's true. And I like the Eric Bischoff was backstage and mentioned uh, who, what, what, shit, now who was it that we talked to and told him to come to SmackDown? Not Eric, I got brain fart, goddammit, Frank. He was in a backstage segment and he mentioned trying to bring a superstar over to SmackDown. And I laughed my ass off because, you know, all week, you know, Meltzer dropped this story and ain't know how much I hate Meltzer, you know, that Eric Bischoff wasn't even going to be doing creative for SmackDown anymore. And all the marks are posting online. You know, I'm going to do Bill Bungie's job right now. All the marks online, we're sitting there crying about it, you know. And what happens? You know? You remember when the marks didn't like Bischoff? Like, yeah. Now you want Bischoff? Now Bischoff's telling everybody how these reports are false, and he's talking about bringing guys to SmackDown. I mean, that's bullshit. How do you guys believe a guy like Meltzer? Like, I just I just don't understand how that even is possible. Meltzer is one of those people that should have got smacked, like, six years ago. Like, Yeah. Like, I don't know. Meltzer should have got smacked a long time ago. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and then they got a guy like Samoa Joe. Who's one of the greatest heels? I know you're a big fan, I love, Frank. I love, love Joe. Joe. Frank's a huge. Yeah. What'd you think about Samoa Joe getting jobbed out on Raw? It seems like he keeps doing the job. He he needs uh, he needs to go over. Finally, he's he's Samoa Joe. I mean, he puts on a great match no matter who's on the other side of the ring with him. The guy is a workhorse, and he's credible. And he's been in the business for years as a top tier wrestler, and he's still. Just kind of hanging out in sidelines. Okay. Well, this is true. So that's how you see Joe? That's, I, yeah. Why? Well, how do you see Joe? <laughs> Currently, yeah. How Joe, do you see Joe's, Joe, Alex? Joe's going to be all right. Yeah. I mean, he cuts the best heel promos week Listen, after yeah. week. J- Joe is the most complete worker on that roster besides Daniel Bryan. Joe can work. Joe can quarterback. Joe can talk. Joe can make you believe. Every promo he cuts, he pushes he's, it to the limit, it, and he makes you believe 
He hates that guy. He, bring, he and, br- and makes he, it personal. And he does it simple. His promos are short, concise, to the point. You know, they just boom, boom, boom. Joe is, is, is the only guy more credible in the company is Brock Lesnar than Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe makes Braun Strowman look like a pencil neck geek. Come on. Yeah, Braun Strowman looks super weak next to Joe, bro. What? He's bigger than Joe. He's more imposing than Joe, but you don't believe him. Wow. I don't believe anything Braun Strowman does. Really? He, he has he has Zack Zaber Jr. face. <laughs> he's a great worker, man. I love Braun Strowman. I know. I man, he's athletic. He could fly. I feel like he they can do limit him. Listen, there's a they difference. They limit him. There's a difference between knowing the moves and telling a story, and he does not know how to do that. He doesn't need to tell a story. He's seven feet. He's a monster. That then that's the story. That's the you beauty tell. of it. No, that's the story you tell. You think the Big Show just went out there and he didn't tell no stories? He I mean, work. Big Show didn't the get to where show. he was just by not telling stories. Yeah, I mean, wor- people work. Like, your size doesn't matter. You use your size appropriately. Braun Strowman throws his size away a lot. A lot. Why are you doing drop kicks you can't do? You look stupid. He does do a lot of fancy rolls and shit, yeah. especially during the, the lockups and the yeah. chain you're, wrestling. You're just, you're just throwing, and, and your face. You have no facial expression, bro. Like, nothing you do. He is just yells. Oh, I sat down the wrong way. My balls hurt. Oh, <laughs> like, oh God. Braun Strowman, just, he's not cr- Samoa Joe looks you dead in the face, and everything he says to you, you believe. And you're on TV watching Joe, and you're like, damn, what'd I do? This is true. No, I, I mean, that's, that's for agree, sure. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I agree. Let's keep it moving, though. Our favorite wrestler here at the 2B Blunt podcast was on Raw. Oh, during the Sami Zayn uh, Ray Mysterio match. The fucking smoked out. That's right, the smoked out superstar, Frank. The whole Rob fucking Van Sham. You know? And I know you were talking to me earlier and you were asking, you know, how come none of those guys that he came out with or him were even able to throw a punch? You know? They didn't let him do anything. That was that was the one gripe I had with the Raw reunion. They should have allowed these uh legends to get a little more involved in the matches. Well, I mean or yeah. you know, I mean I think it was done right. Throw, a lot of those punch. guys have no business being near a ring. Rob Van Dam could have. I'm know. pretty sure RVD probably Rob, just failed the Rob, wellness I test on his way that. in the door. Because no, no, you no. saw how fucking high he was on Raw. Do you guys forget that Rob Van Dam is signed to Impact Wrestling? Of course he is. He can't wrestle at another promotion. This is probably true. He could show up. They, oh, sorry, but he was also super lit. Of course you know he was super lit. Oh you know who else was super lit with him? Was our boys Dawkins from the Street Profits. He came over and he was coughing and he that had red eyes. Promo. That was for me the best part of Raw. Oh, they cut the great promo. Yeah, he's been skating with the pilots. Oh man, nah, my fault. I was chilling with RVD. What? Yeah, you know, Raw, <laughs> Bang, damn. The Street Profits were the best part about uh, Raw. I'm telling yeah, you, each and every it. week. Oh, Paulie's gonna use that like you won't believe. Oh, and then the one where they were talking about Ric Flair, the Ric Flair's and shit. Flair? Yeah, nature boy. Like, woo! <laughs> These guys are money. <laughs> I believe our friend, the Scott, has in the ring a too, solo you know? cup from them from uh, when they won the NXT titles at TakeOver in Heart, uh, Bridgeport. Oh, that's right. We were there. We were there. Uh, that's right. I'm sure he does. The and Scott. The Scott has a cup, and he said, I saw him in the bathroom line. We were both tuned up. He looks at me and said, I'm going to drink out of this thing for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> That's something this guy would totally say. Oh, that was. We were real tuned up for that show. 
Jesus yeah. Christ. Oh, dude, it was bad. This guy. Frank Knox was ready to beat the shit out of everybody in his face. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh oh, some jobber calling me. My bad. Oh, that's fine. The jobbers are calling. It's going. What about AJ Styles and their new, uh, the club's new name? The OC. Yeah, it just reminded me of the show on Fox. I don't. I don't think that's a, the new name of the club. I think that's. They just, got the merch already made. Yeah, but I think that's like a, like a catchphrase shirt. You think so? Yeah, like you know, like we're the OC. Because I mean, they even the ripped off the uh, the Bullet Club logo. Yeah, I think. Well, I thought how it was do you rip off something that's yours? Is it his? It's, he. They had that before he came in. That's all Ballers and 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 the clubs. This like, is true. They did that together, bro. That's theirs. You can't rip yourself off. Yeah. That's like me getting mad at you for wearing a new PZ shirt because you had the old one last week. <laughs> All right. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I'm getting there. Frank, you were talking about legends getting physical. How about uh, Bray Wyatt and Mick Foley? Oh, man. Yes. He delivered the sister Abigail. He attacked a legend. Mankind, Mick Foley, dude love, Cactus Jack, whatever you want to call him. Gave he, him his own move. He was a victim. Yeah, he gave him the mandible claw. The mandible claw. And that was incredible. I mean, what a visual that was, you know? And I I really like what they're doing with Bray Wyatt. And you man. know what? I bet you that was Foley's call. Instead of taking a sister. Just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember uh, hearing Foley say that that uh, that uh, Bray Wyatt was better at being mankind than mankind. Yeah. I remember, huh. I remember that during his big run, you know, before they, they cut his leg short. <laughs> you know, this seems to happen too much. I, I, don't, I don't know who he upset because that was great. Like, I thought for sure that he was the one that was going to take over for Taker. Yeah. You know, because he had the character. I the, love the character. Yeah. I don't know why. But, hey, I love this character more, though, the Fiend. You know the character I really love, though? The guy who was in the main event of Raw. Oh, the not the main event. I shouldn't say the big reunion. The master of ceremony. The master the of toast. ceremony. Did you hear Among the pops toast. when Stone Cold Steve Austin came out from behind the curtain? I mean, it was literally amazing. That's nineteen ninety seven kind of pop, bro. Man, that I mean, <laughs> hearing that glass breaks brings up the hairs on my arms. Yo, it's, it's almost like to we're programmed to pop for that glass. As soon as that, like, he don't even have to be there. No. Like, you could be at the DMV, and I let that glass drop fall. <laughs> Hit the glass like Gilbert <laughs> come true. out, and then uh, I still pop. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, man, and what a, what a problem he cut at the end. I mean, oh, it was uh, it was great. A toast. Everyone was drinking uh, Broken Skull Ranch IPAs, except for uh, Mark Henry, Scott yeah. Hall. Mark Henry, he was drinking his water. He, well, you know, he said That's no cool. thanks. He want to drink no beer. That's cool. That, that <laughs> he didn't want to drink no beer. May, was... Maybe him and uh, Moonshine could get together and share wasn't some. Wasn't Wasn't Stone, Stone Cold just talking about he don't he don't even drink beer no more. He just smoke weed. No, no I think that was wine. that was misunderstood about him. Yeah, I yeah. think that was uh, a line that you know was yeah. miss. Uh, and I mean, recently, I, he sits on about wine too. That's true. Yeah. 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 Stone Cold Steve Austin, I, I, you know? I like, I like wine, beer, and weed. I don't, you know, stop rolling with it. You know? I'm with you, absolutely. Yeah, but it was a nice moment to see everyone back there as a family, you know? Yeah. Sharing a toast. You know Sharing all about that, you know? That's right. In the wrestling. The brotherhood. The, the brotherhood, brotherhood and sisterhood, yeah. you know, of wrestling. You're right. You know what it's like. Especially we haven't seen each other for a while. Yeah, man. Every time we get up, I'm like, yo, Alex, what's up? Let's go burn one. <laughs> you know, it's like... You know, I, I, I say it all the time that 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 brother brother shit has to mean something. Right. You know, yeah. there's a lot of people out there that, that just don't understand that. Yep. You know, like I'm with like, you. Like, you know, me, PZ, I you do. know, when it comes to, 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 to black and white, you know, like that's that's me. That's what I that's what yeah. I do. You, you know? bleed it. Who, whoever it is, you know, I don't I don't care. You got something to say about one of my guys. 
That's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I hear you. Come see me. I hear you, bro. I hear you. I, matter of fact, stay right where you are. I'll come to you. <laughs> Even better. You know? Well said, yo. Let's keep it moving. I, you know, we did a lot of talk about wrestling. I personally need to take a smoke break. I don't know about you guys. I'm down. Let's take a little smoke break. Uh, Alex Rojas may or may not be in the studio when we get back. I don't know, depending on your time. But if you aren't, I really do thank you for dropping in on our podcast. Yeah, man, thank you. No, I feel like we got to get, uh, you know, we got to get into it a little bit. I mean, you, you never even got to ask me any questions, really. What do you mean? You, uh, I you asked you a bunch of questions. Did you? I don't know. I'm high. Yeah, we wow. asked you some questions. Now, that's exactly what it's like to be a guest on the To Be Blunt podcast. When we are, what, an hour and 26 minutes into the podcast, and this motherfucker forgets well, that no, we no, even no, no, did no, an no. interview? No, we did an interview, but we didn't get into it. I, like, the phone started ringing, we got cut off. We talked about me and my early start in wrestling, but we didn't talk about anything current. That's not true. What did we mention current? Bell a lot Time of stuff. Bell Time Club, yeah, all the sure. stuff you're working on, the titles you just did, uh, all the shows that are coming up. Okay. <laughs> Do you not remember? I don't remember talking about house rules or fight for your dreams or. We talked about house rules coming up August third. But we're gonna be commentating. Yeah, yeah, that's we, all we talked about. We talked about the show. <laughs> you, we're gonna talk more about it. I mean, are you leaving? No, I'll stick for a while. I'll okay, stick for a little bit. Okay, let's take a quick smoke. Yeah, let's smoke, man. I know. For real, why are we I, not smoking? Why did we stop? Because the I'm blunt, blaming Frank. The blunt finish. We have to light up blunt number two now. Yeah, it's, right. it, it's Frank's fault. And you on enjoy that note, this. <laughs> what are we going to play for our audience while we smoke? You know, it's our track, bro. The Weed Man. In come the Tink Car. I'm the original Weed Man. The Tink Car. Made by the rock, I'm open cash, don't buy. How high I am. Two B Blunt Podcast. We just <laughs> let Blunt number two pardon. Alex Rojas coughing up a fucking storm over here. It's not my fault. You made me laugh. Uh, man, man, that's a great song. I love it. I, I do. I really do love it. Shout out Cash Down, bro. They really hooked us up with that jam. That's my new shit. Let's do it like all the time. I listen to it on my free time, and uh, every time it comes on the podcast, I turn it up even a couple more notches. Thank you. Agreed. 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 Shout out to the weed, man. I know. Absolutely. This podcast is actually sponsored by the weed. Man. <laughs> That's right. The Weed Man. 
So Alex Rojas in studio is going to be taken off soon. I want to talk about a few things before he runs out and we get into SmackDown. Yeah, let's um, do it. Test of Strength Wrestling has a show coming up. We talked about it real quick. House Rules, uh, August 3rd at Tazrax in Naugatuck, Connecticut. Yeah, right. Man. Why don't you give us the rundown on that show, bro? Tell uh, me what you want. Like, what, what, what is it the audience should know about Test of Strength show at Tazrax next Saturday? Well, t- that that's a very important show. Um, in the course of where TOS goes for the next few months because, you know, Fight for Your Dreams is our next big show. Right. And and it's the culmination of all our work throughout the year. You know, that's our mania. That's what we do, you know. So this is, is, is uh, you know, this is the, 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 the tease, right? This is the, the, the where we hook you. Right. You know Absolutely. I mean? It's got to be the lead up, the, you know, because so, the, so the WrestleMania is coming. Right. So it's almost like, I feel like other companies should should take note on that too, where, you know, the the show prior the big show kind of gets brushed over, yeah, and it's and it shouldn't. That should be the show that makes me buy the big show. You know what I mean? I agree with you. Um, it it, it it's got to be what what draws you. You know, so I guarantee you and, and everyone else in this building that that house rules is going to be insane. It, it's it's going to be insane. It's going to be our best show to date. And we got a huge card lined up for this. Okay. I mean, we got the Kowalski guys versus the guy who I think is the best professional wrestler in the world. Prove me wrong. Uh, Thomas Santel. Oh, my God. Thomas Santel. That guy's little, a hell of a talent. I love calling his matches, bro. And, and little fucking Guido. I know. You little see, Guido. Little original? Little That's Guido? right. Nunzio. He's going to be live at Tazrax. Wow, that's you. Right in Naugatuck, Connecticut. And let me tell you something, man. Like, I don't know what Guido eats, but he found the the fountain of youth because he (laughs) is exactly the way I grew up watching. Call it the fountain of youth. Youth. Yeah, that was was on purpose. I saw our good friend Mr. Dangerfield here, a.k.a. PZ, try to recruit Nunzio to his stable. That's right. That's right. I did. And you know what he did to me? He told me to, with his hand gestures, to fuck off. Yeah, he, fuck out of here. And I was like, oh, me get this guy. Yeah, his, his, his managers play union dues, you know. <laughs> That's like getting, it's like getting a membership to the Italian club, you know. You got to pay your monthly fee. You got to do that. You got to do that. You gotta pay so what money. else we got in this card, bro? Tell, tell the audience what we got. And, and Toto Loco finally gets his shot at the Test of Strength title, like, and he was the first number one contender ever. And because of life and crazy things that have happened, that, that match never happened. He never got his title shot. Right. And, and and he's got a gripe about it. I think he feels like he like Bobby Ocean was ducking him. Yep. And uh and, and you know, he called us up and he said, Hey, your last champion was a coward. What about Dan the man? That's it. <laughs> and and I ain't letting nobody call Bobby Ocean no coward. That's you right. Know what I mean? Bobby so, Ocean, hard hitting Bobby Ocean. So I was about to just let Bobby Ocean just show up and, and, and kick his head off. Right. I need someone for Dan the Man. I mean, who else? He, he destroys everybody, bro. Yeah, the snap of a finger. Yeah, it's just like that. That it's, guy it's knows. Everyone, every, I've thrown everyone at him, bro. That's right. Wagner fell short. Yeah, this is true. Ty felt short. Yep. You know? Everybody who's been put in his face. Jiggy Sosa couldn't hang. Like, nah. Everybody who gets in the way, he he destroys with ease. 
That's why I'm always wondering who, what's next for Dan the Man, because I don't know anybody. I don't know. I'm just about to send the guy with a gun out there at this point. I don't even know what else to do. <laughs> Damn. I hope Dan's not listening. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> like, like, I don't know. I'm, You're going to be catching all kinds of heat. God no, damn it. His bullets, bullet probably bounce off his chest. This dude is untouchable, bro. He's like the juggernaut. That's true. So what else we got for house rules? Anything else announced for that one? I, I know you guys got to have some uh, some tricks up your sleeve. I heard online that there might be another surprised WWE legend in Ooh. the house. Uh, hey, 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 hey. I can't confirm nor deny those I saw on the Facebook time. page it was announced. I'm surprised Don Kincaid doesn't said anything. That's All his right. That's his line of shit. He better charge us nothing next week for the amount of news that I've broken today. Kincaid, man, he's, he's, he's been off his game lately, man. I don't know. I might... um. I'm going to have to have a, a conversation with uh, Howl Media about uh, Don Kincaid and his uh, lack of creativity as of late. Damn. So we got house rules August 3rd. Tazrax. What time? Tazrax. Uh, 6.30. So where can they get tickets? Uh, you can get tickets at Tazrax or you can get tickets uh, at Test the Strength on Facebook. Um, just hit us up. We got them. They're there. Any other shows you want to promote for that? Uh, Besides Fight for Your Dreams, which is September. Yes. Uh, the Bell Time Club. My second home, uh, home sweet, beautiful home, uh, is running at the El Mundo Festival at Fenway Park. Wow. On That's August right. 4th. And you can see all of your favorite Bell Time and Test of Strength stars do what we do, man. Yeah. Just, just make history. And, uh, you know, we did what the, what the WWE can never, you know, have, hadn't been able to do. We got wrestling back in the garden, baby. That's it. That's Old true. Douglas is a beautiful man. You know what I mean? That's that's power yep. right there. So yeah, man. That's gonna be that's gonna be insane. It's a hell crazy, yeah. crazy weekend, and then uh, you know we got some brothers up north on August tenth running a hell of a show. Um, I can't wait to see Ty Shine and Jiggy Sosa for the Battlefront title. That's All gonna right. be, yep. it's gonna be nuts. Yep, Battlefront. Slade Dangerfield maybe. Yeah, maybe. that's right. I might be making my uh, usual appearance. I mean, if if Frost is gonna be there, then. I guess I might have to also. Oh, Ryan Frost has an incredible night planned for August 10th. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I haven't even heard it. He hasn't told me anything. And I'm in his, I'm like in his whole crew, bro. I'm like in the click. I'm in the Frost click. And I'm going to do the two sweets and all kinds of Apparently shit. Apparently not. We're going to have to call Richard E. Stone again. <laughs> Yo, I'm, don't threaten me because I got his direct line now. He told me this is the right number. Yeah. I don't think we need to do it this time. but Well, good. I don't think so. So, yeah, man. If, unless there's anything else you want to... No, man, listen. I, I got to go. I want to sit here forever and shoot the shit and, and make magic with you guys. Um, I'm, I'm pissed. I didn't get to freestyle. <laughs> but it's all right. I'll be back. And, Sorry, uh, bro. <laughs> I didn't get to stump the Scott, you know? It's all right. I'm Next little, time. I'm a little disappointed. When I see the Scott, man, I'm, I'm, I'm going to demote him back to Mark. All right. <laughs> Sounds good, bro. Thank you for nah, coming on the guys. podcast. Thank you, brother. Thank Shout you out Tesla Strength Wrestling, Heel Shit Apparel, Bell Time Club, you know. Listen, for y'all that don't know, Frank Knox, second best fucking real blunt roller of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. what it is, man. Give, give my man his flowers while he can still smell them, god damn it. Absolutely. Man, we'll be back you, with Alex. We'll be back. Guys. We're going to talk about SmackDown next. Peace. Yeah. You already know, someone pass me the blunt, it's time to smoke. Already. Rolling trees up, rolling, rolling trees up, rolling trees up, rolling, rolling trees up, 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 rolling trees
TJ Howell III, and you're listening to the 2B1 Podcast with Jesus. Wow. Wow, man. That was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, Frank Knox botched the phone call. You know, we were chilling, rolling trees, smoking trees. But, hey, whoever called, call back if you want. My bad. Yes, let's get into SmackDown, man. We got a little sidetracked here. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can get through SmackDown. I mean... I thought the show was much better than last week's. It's supposedly Eric Bischoff's first show. Uh, the buildup for Shane versus Owen, which has been the main focus for like the past two weeks, has been what I would say magnificent. I thought they're building it up really well. I think the overall feel for this uh, this feud has been great for me. It brings back a man we were just talking about, Stone Cold Steve Austin, at that ended Monday Night Raw. It's kind of a... Uh, you know, the reminiscent rebel standing up to the boss and we'll see what happens at SummerSlam. Yeah, man. It's official. It's official. Shane McMahon announced this, that he was going to fight Roman Roman Reigns in the, in the main event, which uh, probably was just a way to try to punish Kevin, you know, well, we'll talk more about that as we get through, you know, Um, they had a Apollo Crews featured again, yo, this week. The match between him and Shinsuke was amazing. Dude, they off the hook, off right? The hook. Off Apollo the hook. Apollo Crews, stand up. You know, I was amazed by what he did. And it was just great. Yeah. Great match. Absolutely. It was amazing. It was amazing. And uh, the ending with uh, the Kinshasa, man, I tell you, I can see that move a million times and I never even get sick and tired of it. Never gets all oh, come out of nowhere. Sasha! Wow. Cola. I guess we do have a caller. Hello, you're on the 2B Blunt Podcast. Who's this and where Peasy. are you calling from? Peasy, my man. Peasy. It is Kyle LaPointe. Kyle LaPointe. Wow. Kyle LaPointe, yeah. man. How you doing, man? I haven't talked to you since last week. I didn't, didn't know if you were going to call in again. I'm doing all right. I got sent a voicemail a minute ago. Didn't appreciate that. Well, man, if you were listening, you would know that we were in the middle of something. And you called and you completely ruined it. And now I'm going through SmackDown and you called and ruined that. <laughs> Listen, you've been showing a little too much love to all the wrestling in America with Frank Knox and John Kincaid. What about wrestling in the land of the rising sun? There you Japan, go, baby. New Japan. That's right. You're going to give us the G1 update for this week? Yeah. So we're going to go over the points coming out of uh, last night's show, and we're going to talk about what's going on this weekend. Let's do it. Uh, so we'll start, we'll start with the A block. We've got two undefeated men standing at eight points in the A block. we got Kenta 
the former Hideo Itami, and the man, the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, Kazuchika Okada. And it's a very long, long way before the next runner-up comes. We have Lance Archer, Evil, Hiroshi Tanahashi, and Ibushi, all tied at only four points. They are two whole wins behind the block leaders. And then <laughs> you've got a very sad group of fellas down with only one win each, standing with only two points. We've got Will Ospreay, Zach Sabre Jr., Bad Luck Fale, and Sonata, who oddly enough was a favorite for this year's tournament, sitting at the bottom with only two points. Yeah, he's not a favorite anymore, huh? Yeah, I guess not. Not anymore. But for on Saturday, we've got a black competition. We've got the two front runners, Okada and Kenta, going head-to-head. That's so going to be Something's got to give. One of these two men are going to suffer their first loss in the G1. We've got Tanahashi and Sonata, two men who both desperately need a win in this tournament. Desperately. Ibushi and Lance Archer, uh, two men both standing at four points, so it can go either way. Uh, we've got Osprey and Bad Luck Fale, who both only have one win apiece, so they're both also desperate for a win. And then we've got Evil and Zack Sabre Jr., which Zack Sabre Jr. has promised to go 6-0 and for the rest of the tournament. Wow. But I don't even think Zack will give him the top of the bracket. Yeah, he uh. still is, uh, hasn't picked up a victory, correct? Uh, just one. Just one, Zack Sabre Jr. It's not a lot right now at yeah, this stage in the right. game. So look. Right, at this stage of the game, we're already four nights in, and he's, he's one in three. So it's not looking very good from the man across the pond in England. But on the B block, the B block looks a little more, I mean, it doesn't look more level at all. You've got John Moxley, former Dean Ambrose, sitting at 4-0 and with a whopping eight points. Next to Juice Robinson, another man from our side of the world, standing at six points. And then we've got a... Five-way split for third place. We've got uh, Tomohiro Ishii, Shingo, Takata, Shingo Takagi, sorry, Toriyano, Taichi, and Naito all standing with four points. And then in the bottom three, we've got Jeff Cobb, Goto, and Jay White with two points. Jay White is another guy who was a favorite for his block, and he's one and three. But he's another one who's promised to go six straight. So after beating Jeff Cobb a couple nights ago, he's promised to go five more victories. All right. And then on Sunday for the B-Block competition, uh, we've got Juice Robinson versus Tomohiro Ishii, which is going to be a great hard-hitting fight. We've got Hiroki Goto facing his chaos stablemate Toru Yano, who has pulled out some hilarious surprise victories over guys like Naito in the past. So that could go anyway. We've got Jeff Cobb desperate for his points against Taichi. We've got Shingo Takagi, the junior heavyweight, taking on Jay White. And then we've got a match that we've been waiting for for months. We have John Moxley versus the IWGP Intercontinental Champion, Naito. Oh, it's going to be huge. So we've got the IWGP United States Champion versus the IWGP Intercontinental Champion. And a huge match. And you got to think whoever wins that match will probably get a shot at the other's title at King of Pro Wrestling before Wrestle Kingdom. I guess we'll find out. We will. 
All right, Kyle, thanks very much for calling in and giving us the update this week. We appreciate uh, your work, and I hope you call in next week to give the audience the, the rundown. Right, yes. And between now and next Thursday, there will be four nights of competition. I told you guys about two, but you'll get two more on Tuesday and Thursday. So by the time you talk to me again, there will be four. Four, uh, potential four points on the board for each competitor. Wow. Well, it'll be interesting <laughs> to see what happens next. It's going to be a lot of wrestling coming up. Yep. Thanks, Kyle. Lots of wrestling. No problem, guys. Have a good one. All right. Wow. Kyle Thanks. LaPointe. Thanks, Kyle. Yeah, man. G1 update. Let's get back into it. You know, uh, you see uh, Muhammad, not Muhammad. Listen to me. They don't call him that anymore. Ali's, Ali, yeah. Ali's vignettes, you know, claiming he wants to challenge for the championship. Yeah, it seemed uh, he's been since he's been out. I mean, Kofi Kingston did take his spot. Right, and I think that would be a great matchup to see Ali and Kofi go at it. I mean, you're right. Kofi took his place after he got hurt. And Randy Orton referenced it this week in a promo. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. It referenced a lot of stuff in a promo this week. So you could see that match coming very soon, I, I would think. I like it. I like it. I like it. I really like the promo with Ziggler. That's the one missed TV that was actually good with Shawn Michaels, you know. Oh, that was money, man. Shawn Michaels... Cut a great promo on him. Man. Oh, dude, it was so good, man. You could tell that was not no scripted shit. Speaking of which, that pro, that uh, promo with Ziggler, he did also mention Goldberg again this week being terrible in the ring, and I've read something that maybe he could be fighting me at SummerSlam. Come on. Yeah. You read the, that Dolph Ziggler could be fighting Goldberg? Yes, I think this is the second or third week he's come out and made a reference to that debacle he had at with The Undertaker, a super shit down. Wow, well, I can tell you what he... That'd be amazing, actually. That, that would be amazing. Goldberg needs his uh, redemption, too, not just... Yeah, the, not just and who else, but one of the greatest workers they got, Dolph Ziggler. Exactly. You know, but he, man, he crushed Sean with that super kick, though. It was like a, like a bullet that came in. It was incredible. Oh. I think I jumped the gun. Oh, he clapped the shit out of that motherfucker. It was wild. And uh, they set it up good. You know, maybe you're right. If that's where they're going with that, I would be it down for that. Be, or it could just be Miz and Ziggler. You know who else looked real strong, though? Aside from Dolph Ziggler, Ember fucking Moon. Did you see that shit? Because that was it. crazy. I seen it. I loved it. I hated it. And then I loved it again. Because <laughs> when she came, when Bailey came out, and then she went and sat, you know, stood next to her like they were friends. And then she turned on her. Yeah. And right, beat the shit out of Flair and Bailey. It was great. Yeah, where they both got the eclipses. Yeah, started from the top rope. Yeah, it was honestly, it was a good moment, and she looked real strong. And I was about about it. I mean, she came off at the end. Oh, oh man, I already fucked that up. See, I'm what too high for this say, shit now. You make it happen for yourself in this company, and that's exactly, exactly what Ember Moon did just now. Going to the SummerSlam. Going to the SummerSlam, standing tall against two of the top stars on SmackDown. She went into business for herself and good for her. And that was it. And, you know, they also announced uh, the Fiend versus Finn Balor, which I hope is the demon Finn Balor. You know, that would be ideal. If it wasn't, I'd be shocked, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I hope it is the demon because it's the only way that he has a chance of beating the Fiend. True. This is true. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens, but I hope that that's what it comes to at SummerSlam. I really do. And, of course, the very end, Owens versus Reigns, which we announced was going to be a main event earlier. Uh, short match, a lot of shenanigans on the outside from Shane and, uh, you know, Elias and uh, McIntyre is the ref. And it was just all yeah, a little McIntyre much. McIntyre was the ref. Shane was the announcer. And Elias was the timekeeper. Yeah. 
And you knew it was going to be bullshit from the beginning. It I was, know, but it was nice to see Kevin Owens get the, you know his finish at the end of the day. Because I mean, after getting you know the promo cut out of him and the, the odds stacked against him as you know they've been doing, he still came out on top with the help of Roman Reigns. Roman hit Shane Reigns. with two stunners. You know, two fucking stunners. Crowd wanted it. Second I, stunner. I was hoping for a second Superman punch followed by the stunner, but we got the stunner. That was good to see. They got the Superman punch before that. No, I was hoping for back-to-back Superman oh, I got you into the stunner because I love the the finisher from Roman Reigns right yeah. into Kevin Owens' finisher. It's just, you know, it's clean. It's two-for-one special. I mean, if it was Bischoff's first show, I'd say that shit was fire. It was good. It was it a was good, good show. You had the New Day on commentary. Uh, that was just funny when they were Shawn Michaels' music when he yeah, came out. Uh, Biggie is great anytime oh he touches my God. the camera I was, the ring, anything. I was dying. I was dying, bro. But now we went through all the news. We went through all the reviews. We went over everything. So what's going to happen next? We're going to find out who the top five are of the week. It's the Frank Knox Top Five. Frank Knox Top Five. Frank Knox Top 5. Frank Knox Top 5. Frank Knox Top 5. Frank Knox Top 5. It's the Frank Knox Top 5. Frank, Frank tell us who is the top five for this week. We have three new entries into my top five this week. Oh, wow. It's going to start off with the first one at number five. My favorite tag team on WWE, The Revival. Okay, all right. Number four, I'm giving it to none other than the phenomenal AJ Styles. Oh! Number three, coming in hot. Wasn't on the list last week, but he is making the most noise in the wrestling industry, Kevin Owens. I like that. Number two, I have Kofi Kingston. And number one, Unless you beat him, he ain't coming off the top of the block. Brock Lesnar. Wait a second. Brock Lesnar wasn't even on TV this week, Frank. He doesn't need to be on TV, PZ. He's the most dominant wrestler in WWE, hands down. Listen, I like a lot of your list. I don't disagree with the names that are on there. Had all big weeks this week. But I feel like Brock Lesnar... If I were going to replace one, it would be that. And I'll tell you who I would put in that spot. Tell me. Fill me in. Ray fucking Wyatt, bro. Because his segment with Mick Foley was so money. You know? It was it was literally like one of the most fascinating things you've seen next to Stone Cold Steve Austin on a Raw in the entire week of wrestling. You know? But, but until you beat him, I mean, how he's <laughs> who's going to beat Brock Lesnar one-on-one? I don't know. That's the thing. Not Seth Rollins, not AJ Styles, not Kofi Kingston, not Roman Reigns. No, you're right. You're right. I mean, if anyone else has something to say about the Frank Knox top five, please call, call in. in 860-384-7110. And speaking of the revival, I put them on there because they're a great heel tag team. Best in the business right now. But remember when we went to Monday Night Raw? And Scott Dawson got in my face after I barked something at him. <laughs> at least I, check your bank account. I bet you I got more money in my bank account than you. He got so pissed off. He was were, real mad at you, bro. Because they were just getting worked for a couple weeks. They were doing nothing with them. They were at like a, a trench in their career, just stalemate. Yeah. And that was right before they got this big rub. And I'm glad I, I helped them out. Shout out to the revival. All right. Frank Knox top five, man. 
you know, and we'll be right back while we're going to smoke more weed and continue the To Be Blunt podcast. You're also a world champion and the sole CGW world tag champion. And you're tuned into another episode of To Be Blunt with Peace. We are back to To Be Blunt podcast. We're properly entitled To Be Blunt. We have smoked two blunts, To Be Blunt. We've been blowing it in the air. We've been blowing a lot in the air. It's been a fucking crazy podcast. But Alex Rojas in here, general manager, you know, Phone Tesla Strand. We've had call ins. Moonshine yeah. was here, bro. I mean, it was crazy. We it's smoked crazy. a lot. We smoked a lot of good weed. We talked a lot of wrestling. I mean, yeah, man. It's you know, been action-packed. It's been action-packed. It's a little know? longer than we ever expected, but hey, man, you can't cut good content. Right? That's right. You know, want to call in and try to cut a promo versus yours truly. You got a couple minutes. You got a couple minutes. Call in 860-384-7110 if you think you can cut a better promo than me, goddammit. You know? But, man, two fucking blunts of gelato. <sighs> Bro. I'm fucking high. I'm fucking tired. It's been a long fucking day. You know? I know, man. I wish, like, when I go home after I eat, I could just, like, fall asleep and not have to smoke or anything again and just get that <laughs> real deep, deep, good sleep, you know? Yeah, man. You know, sometimes I just wish I could just go, like, go to the bathroom and just lay in a pile of weed. <laughs> There's so, a big pile of the fluffiest buds, bro. Are you talking, like, a, money, a pile of money on the... The bed and just naked doing like snow angels. Like, it could be, but then I feel like it'd probably get a lot of wig. Doing snow angels in the pile of weed on his, <laughs> on his bed. Yo, that would be great. That shit would go viral on IG, bro. Poor Huffy you know? and Bane, though. They'd be stuck in the pit of destruction. <laughs> they'd be more comfortable than the Tempur-Pedic I used to have. The foam pit. There's swan, you know? swan tonning off the... Uh, <laughs> Yo, Swanton, bro. That is the old school days we used to do that shit. To the bed of nugs. You know? Like, I, you know, like, I just, you know, I I feel like weed sleep is the best sleep, which gave me this idea, bro, of, you know, an invention, another invention. You know, every week, you know, I like to think of some crazy ass shit, you know? I was thinking, what if you had, like, a pillow fucking made of weed, bro? Like, what if you had, like, a pillow that it would be filled with the fluffiest weed? And, like, had, like, weed oil or weird, some weed shit or, like, fucking keef or something, you know, to sprinkle all over, all over the place so that when you lay on it, you just, like, absorb the oils into your skin and you sleep like a million fucking bucks, bro. Tell me that wouldn't be amazing. I've already imagined myself snoring to laying on one of these things for the past, like, six or seven seconds. Come on, really? Yeah, man. I bet you I'd be out like a light. Damn. Bet you would. And maybe that's what we need, though. Maybe what we need is this invention, which I call Purple Pillow. Oh, wow. Damn, man. You all right, man? You tired? I haven't been sleeping that well. You ain't been sleeping? Man, I slept like a baby every damn night. Have you been doing anything different? I mean, I've been smoking plenty of weed, but I just can't get that weed sleep anymore. Man. <laughs> you gotta get <coughs> this new shit I got. <coughs> oh, man. 
<coughs> it's that purple pillow. The purple pillow? What's that? <coughs> yeah, a purple pillow is where they take a bunch of purple indica weed, the fluffiest of indicas. Purple. And they stuff it in the pillow, you know? But it's softer than like Tempur-Pedic or anything like that. And you just get, you know, get you the aroma, get you in the go, you know, ready to go in the zone. And then they have this like state of the art system where they indica oil lace the fabric. They lace the fabric? With indica oils, bro. So wait, you're breathing in that fine aroma, that fine indica oil all night long. It's the ultimate relaxation. Sign me up. Then you need to get yourself a purple pillow, man. Wow. To be blunt podcast and we're back. Purple pillow, you know? Wow, man. It's been a it's been a hell of a ride tonight. How the fuck is that every week we end up going longer and longer? We gotta cut this shit at a certain time, bro. I mean oh. two blunts is a lot to smoke. Maybe we just do three next time. Yeah, right, bro. Three hours? No, three blunts, man. Oh, okay. I was gonna say. Man, that's a long ass time. We're doing like Howard Stern shit hours, you know? Holy fuck. Yeah, so check this out, man, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, 2B Blunt Podcast with the number two. The number two, big time. Follow us. You know, we're on all platforms, Spotify, podcast, Hot Radio. <laughs> goes on and on and on. All that shit. And we got some big news, of course, if you don't remember. Next week, we got special guest in studio. That's going to be great because he's, like, super weed and, like, super wrestling. It's just going to be a super guest. That's it. And that is... Renowned wrestling announcer, not reporter, Frank. Yeah, I know, not Don Kincaid. Mark Adam Haggerty. Wow, stuttered there. Haggerty, goddammit, Haggerty! (laughs) He's coming in live in studio, and it's going to be amazing. This man was just featured in High Times Magazine, so I'm sure we got a lot to talk about. And then the next week, we're going to talk to New England legend in the pro wrestling, Joseph Von Schmidt, the man who... Trained me, yours truly, and we're going to talk about his career, uh, the closing of the PWA doors, and his recent return to the ring, you know, where he's going to be fighting Brian Pillman Jr. on August 10th. Yeah, it's going to be you know, It's going to be lit, so be ready. And after that, you know what that is, Frank. It's going to be the Bachelor Party edition of the 2B Blood Podcast. Yeah. It's going to be out of control. It's going to be no holds barred, falls count anywhere. Oh, man. It's going to be wild. So, I mean, get ready. Next we're, week, yeah. we'll be live again, we're 6 p.m. We're more and more guests coming soon, man. We're, we just hope everyone keeps tuning in. and That's it. And from your host... Peasy, my co-host Frank Knox, we are high as hell.
without this green, I'll be bouncing like a rabbit. Keep on feeling while I look inside. Put them on paper, that's how I survive. Burning this shit, bitches and shit. I got the monkeys, made us so weird. Sipping some beer and some vodka, that's it. Made us so high, made us so lit. Made up high as hell. 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 I love the smoke. Afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I- I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change, like never being able to take just one free sample, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, it- is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more, sir. Mm. Yeah. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Good afternoon. Would you like to try a free sample of our double fudge brownie? Oh, sure. Mmm, that's very good. I'll just take one more, just to be sure. Yep, still very good. Some things never change. Like never being able to take just one free sample. And Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Mmm, is that macadamia nut I taste? Let me take one more. Sir, mmm. I thought so. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.